defective products and wrongful death. show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. everybody from Farm Wings Field in Fayetteville, Alabama, where we are taking place with the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union pregame show. KJ McCurley alongside Jacob Bassett for the ride tonight. Fayetteville hosting Horseshoe Bend. Tough loss last week coming at the hands of Woodland, but Jacob, they had a week off, and I think he was at a great time losing to somebody that you knew they wanted that game. They're going to have a chance to correct things tonight. It's senior night, and I'll tell you, the crowd for, for the COVID restrictions, is it's pretty good tonight. And, and fairly enough for these players, they've worked very hard to make this season happen. I'm happy to be here after missing week zero. And, Jacob, what do you expect to see tonight? Well, Tonight was senior night, and with everything going on, these seniors are going to play like this is going to be their last game because right now you just don't know. So we're going to see the best out of the seniors and the rest of this Wolves football team. I'm excited to see what's in store for tonight. Jacob, we spoke to Coach Limbaugh last night at the Coach Limbaugh show from our station headquarters, and, and he seemed very confident about this about this game, and he should be, but they're going to have to play good. Horseshoe Bend is not the same Horseshoe Bend team that they went and beat 28 to nothing last year. I mean, this team is vastly improved. They beat uh, they beat a very strong opponent in, in week one all coming off the hands of Wadley, I do believe. Uh, they, they, are, they are very good this year better than last year and losing 28 nothing at home last year they're going to want to return the favor tonight and spoil the wolves senior night what do the wolves need to do to keep that from happening well they need to correct the mistakes that they made against woodland i mean you had players wide open downfield the ball hit their hand and the next thing you know the ball's sitting on the ground yeah, Jacob, and as we as we look, and it's a beautiful night for football. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for all year long. So thankful to be here and be able to call this game after all the uncertainty, all of the waiting, and, you know, would a season happen? How long would it happen? We don't know some of those answers, but we know that right now we are, we're blessed to be here. Um, I, I was very sick last week. Uh, I'm in much better health this week, and uh, I'm excited to see these see, see this Wolves team tonight and how they respond after a loss and a week off and losing the players they did last year and some of that key experience off the hands of Blake Mansion, Trevor Deloach, Tanner Harry, and others who are here tonight. It's going to be interesting to see how these young guys respond because of their senior leadership, uh, Brady Ritchie, Blake Ritchie, uh, Brady Holmes, Luke White, and a host of other seniors out here tonight, Jacob Weiss as well. And these guys, they've, they've really worked hard to set the tone for this football team, and we'll see if they can do that tonight. 
All right, well, you look at the seniors. You look at the seniors on this team and the leadership that they provide. And, you know, these underclassmen will always look up to the seniors. So, you know, like I said earlier, this is this could be their last game. Right now you just don't know. So, you know, these underclassmen are the next men up. So, I mean, games like this, a first region game, they're going to have to step up and make plays when they're needed. Yeah, you look at the you look at the lineups tonight, and, and we've got some highlighted names who will see uh, starting action. Uh, Levi Phillips, of course, will handle the kicking duties, and what what a weapon Levi Phillips is. And he's had this starting kicking job since he was in the eighth grade, and he he's grown every year in that role, and really as a junior has become one of the leaders of this football team. Uh, Pacey Deloach, quarterback number two, um, you know he he's gonna be the key tonight, I, I believe. You know, he had a really good outing against Horseshoe Bend last year. Uh, extremely good. And, you know, we're going to see if he can uh, keep that going tonight as Horseshoe Bend comes into town. Pacey Deloach at quarterback. Hunter Hammonds also uh, will be a name that you see. And, and, I, and Hunter Hammonds, I want to outline him real quick. I've been seeing some of this young man's workout videos on social media. Uh, this, this freshman that has worked his way into the rotation, you'll see him on special teams, defense, Maybe a little offense. He has really put in the work, and, and I'm excited to see him have his chances. Luke White, what a weapon he is. Running back, receiver, defense, does it all. Jacob Bice will get the start at tight end as well as on the defensive side of the ball. Evan Baker will see a lot of action, as well as Seth Limbaugh. Seth Limbaugh, as you may recall, Coach Limbaugh, you know, a month ago told me that Seth Limbaugh wasn't going to come out this year. You know, he, he didn't want to. What a blessing Seth Limbaugh is by coming out this year to this football team. An added weapon on the line, very good running the ball. Uh, Cam Keaton, Brady Ritchie, Dakota Ogle, Ethan Presley, Blake Ritchie, and the Darden Twins, as well as Stephen Berry headlining the starting action. We're going to take a pause for the national anthem. Incredible job on the national anthem as we are just about set for football. Four minutes and counting left until we have the opening kickoff. We're going to take a quick break, step aside, and uh, we'll be right back with the pregame show brought to you by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union from the Federal Sports Network Game of the Week right after this. 
Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Back to the stadium we go as we are just about set for action. The coin toss coming up here momentarily as the captains for the Federal Wolves. Uh, uh, the seniors, of, of course, tonight will be the captains: Jacob Weiss, Casey Bryant, Brady Holmes, as well as Luke, as well as Luke White, Blake Ritchie, Brady Ritchie, Cam Keaton, and of course, number number 75 for the Wolves getting a captain because he is a senior tonight, and that is. Um, well, Stephen Stephen Barrett. Yeah, we we had a late scratch on his number. Those are the captains. Those are eight seniors for the Fable Wolves this year that will be missed, Jacob. But uh, we're going to see them make their mark tonight as Horseshoe Bend is about getting ready to break through their flag. Yeah, I think this is one of the talent, most talented senior classes that I've seen out of Fayetteville in the last few years. You know, a lot of key players I see on that sideline fixing to go take the coin toss. And it starts with the Ritchie brothers, you know, against Woodland. I mean, they were key in that game with Brady running the ball, Blake opening the holes for Brady to run the ball. And, I mean, a lot of yards were gained because of uh, Blake and Jacob Weiss at tight end as a blocking tight end. He did pretty good on the edge, and Stephen Barrett had a good game as well. Yeah, one, one thing about this group of seniors, and Coach Limbaugh spoke very high of them at the coaches' show last night. They want to win. They want to get better. During that game, when they got behind early 14 to nothing, some of those guys that we're looking at fixing to take the field on coin toss told Coach Limbaugh, Coach, we're not playing good. We want to get better. These are guys that when they watch practice, they want to they want to notice what they did wrong because they want to get better at it. The leadership for this team from the seniors part of it is absolutely outstanding. One captain tonight from Horseshoe Bend, that, that's kind of odd. You at least see two, but Horseshoe Bend sends a lone man out to walk the field as a captain in West Young. He is a senior. And Luke White will shake his hand. Oh, okay. All right. I, I know what's going on now. 
Okay, this is something new with COVID. There's only going to be one person at the logo this year, and all the other captains will have to stay back. All right, so uh, quick change because I was not here last week, so uh, did not know that as the time expires in our pregame huddle and coin toss just about set to be underway. And if I know Coach Gumball, if he wins this thing, he wants the football, Jacob. Yeah, we need that offense to set the tone from the beginning. And to do that, we're going to have to come out better than we did against Woodland and play a full four-quarter game instead of coming out in the second half. If they would have played full four quarters that first game, we would have came out with a win. And I think we had two weeks off to correct those mistakes. And I think, you know, Coach Limbaugh got his, has his boys ready tonight. Absolutely. Blake Bagley is the missing man tonight. He stepped in part me two weeks ago when I was on vacation at the beach, and he, in turn, this week is at the beach. So, Jacob, you're you're already outdoing us this year, and, and you're, you're a new guy, and we got to step our game up, me and Blake. You're the only one that's been there all, all, every week, and uh, we, we thank you for that. As uh, We hope Blake has the best time, uh, did a very good job filling in his first play-by-play game last week. Uh, did it very well, and I'm super proud to have him and you alongside for the ride. Coin toss is over, and I believe Fedville did win the toss, and I think they took the football. So the Wolves will come out. And running the flag out is senior captain number 56, Blake Ritchie. And the Wolves are fired up. They're ready to go. And Horseshoe Bend, here comes Horseshoe Bend. And right away, Jacob, and I don't want to call anything before the game, but you see Horseshoe Bend and then you see Fedville. I think the depth edge goes to Fedville. Not near as many white helmets on that sideline as there are gold helmets. Yeah, we got a... This is one of the bigger teams I've seen and probably one of the more talented teams. Um, Horseshoe Bend has us probably, I would say, outsized, but Coach Limbaugh said a couple of weeks ago on his show that, you know, we have more heart. And that showed at Woodland with the line, you know, being undersized, they dug in and put them cleats in the ground, and they drove that defense back in the second half. We need to see that four quarters tonight. Absolutely. And, you know, I think Blake Ritchie's senior uh, quote, tonight kind of kind of said it all and, and he and he said that well actually it was Brady Ritchie who said um, it doesn't matter how big you are it matters how big you play and then that's what this team has gone by here comes the kick in just a second number 13 for the generals that is I believe Holt Tidwell going to get things going for the Generals, and it's a short kick. Little Pooch is going to take two bounces, and Horseshoe Bend, did they get on the football? They did. Wow. What a way for the Generals to start this game, and right away, Fedwell's defense, who kept them in the game last week, is going to be tested. Yeah, Horseshoe Bend came out right there and caught Fedwell off guard, and, you know, you kick that onside kick, that hands team ain't ready. You're going to get the ball more often than not. And Horseshoe Bend will start this game with a little momentum on their side now. We don't have starting lineups for the Generals, but we do have a roster. Uh, it looks like taking the snap at quarterback, I believe that is number 17 for the Generals, and that is Cole Johnson. Johnson takes the snap, hand off to that running back, and he goes absolutely nowhere. That on the carry was number five, Ryan Sharp. And 
On the right side, that tackle was made by number 54, Dakota Ogle. And you'll hear that name quite a lot as you did last year. He broke out last year and really made his mark. That time, first play of the game goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah, we're going to need our defense to set the tone here in the first quarter. You know, losing that onside kick, defense comes out. They're going to have to get things started for the Wolves. Johnson will hand to a different man this time, and that is number 13, Holt Tidwell, and he goes nowhere. That play made by Jacob Vice. It seemed like Jacob Vice came around untouched and put a lick on the quarterback, and we'll keep driving him back, and we'll take it. First play went for a yard. That one goes for minus three, bringing up a third and 12 right away. This will be a huge stand early in the game for Fedville if they can get this stop. Yeah, I think we make another behind the behind the line of scrimmage tackle. I mean, I think this is going to be go for it, uh, four down territory. You're right. Too short to punt, too long to kick. We'll see what happens. Johnson on third and long. He wants to throw. Got some time. Now it closes in. He takes a hit. He's got a man deep, and he overthrows him. And on the pressure that time, no, again, number 54, Dakota Ogle. Well, it looks like Coach Phillips is fixing to send his punt team out. So it's probably going to be a little sky punt, probably try to get it to at least the 10-yard line. And the punt team will come on. This is Holt Tidwell. Next to punt, number 13, Luke White, beat for the Wolves. Luke White set to return. And Luke White does so many things for this football team. One thing he did a lot last year was set the tone in special teams. Very dangerous return man. And I think we've got a flag, their first of the game. This is going to be a motion penalty. See if they're going to be an offsides or a false start. Let's see who they get. They get Horseshoe Bend. That'll back them up five more. False start, against- False start against Horseshoe Bend will bring up a fourth and 17. Punting formation again for Tidwell as he will be kicking to Luke White. See if the Wolves bring pressure. They do bring some. Deloach almost got it over the top, and that was not a very good kick. And then it takes a federal bounce before an up man downs at number 11 for the Generals that time was uh, Charlie Shivers, and it'll be downed at the 35-yard line, first and 10. Decent starting field position for Deloach in the offense. Yeah, now we now it's up to the offense. Uh, defense set the tone early. Now it's time for the offense to back them up and get something going. Let's move the ball upfield and complete passes and open holes for the running backs, a good stable of running backs we have this year. And that we do. DeLoach will be joined in the backfield on the first play by Seth Limbaugh to his right and Brady Ritchie to his left. Takes a snap, fake it to Ritchie, give it to Limbaugh. Seth with a good power run. Going to get positive yards, but not a ton. Horseshoe Bend did pretty good on that play. And I think we've got a time. Oh, no, no, we had a player lose his helmet. Second one from Horseshoe Bend already lose a helmet early. Yeah, we need somebody on that sideline over there trying to see what's wrong with these helmets tonight. Second down and seven. Limbaugh pushed the pile for a gain of three. Deloach this time will be joined by looks like Evan Baker as well as Richie. Deloach bobbled the snap and he's in trouble. Running around and he's going to go down way back. Yeah, the offensive line didn't look like they were ready for that snap and the snap went a little high. Deloach got in trouble early and Lost a few yards on that one. And, Jacob, that was a problem.
two weeks ago. Well, I believe it's the first-year uh, senior we have out there right now. Yeah, and they're going to have to get that snapping down. Deloach probably should have fell on that as soon as he bobbled the snap, but he tried to make something out of nothing, and it's going to bring up third down and 16. Play clock is at 10, and they haven't broke the huddle yet. They're going to have to hurry to get one off. It's at 6, at 5. Deloach is going to have to hurry, and he just gets it off. He wants to throw deep. Wanted the seam right up the middle of the field, and he's just going to have to eat it. The ball comes out. It's picked up by Seth Limbaugh, and he gets hammered back about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. So pressure gets to Deloach two straight plays, and Horseshoe Bend has a very nice responsive defensive stand of their own, and Federal will be forced to punt. Well, let's see what Levi can do. I think looks like we have number 11 for the horseshoe bend. That is Cully Sharp back to return. And it's a low line drive kick, but it takes a decent bounce, and Sharp's not even going to come near this. And about as good as Levi could have done. He was standing at his own five-yard line, and he gets it to about the 48-yard line. So Fedville uh, will once again have to go on the defensive here early. Yeah, this defense, you know, that first drive dug in and did what they had to do. Push. I don't think Horseshoe Bend got any positive yards in that first drive. Our defense needs to continue to do that. But the one pass play they did attempt, they had some room, but the, but the pressure from Ogle got – to that throw and it was just a little off on the part of Johnson. Johnson with three running backs again. He will give it to the first man through and better results this time than last time. You're going to push the pile from the 48 to about the, it's like the other 47 and that'll pick up about two yards. So second down and eight. Last time they ran for negative so that's in the right direction for Horseshoe Bend but once again good job plugging that middle from that defensive line. That's uh, Blake Ritchie uh, number 75 Stephen Barrett as well as uh, Ethan Presley out there. Second down and long. First man through gets it again and breaks one tackle but not much doing after that and Bevel once again rallies to the football. Going to bring up a third and maybe six yeah, good job by that defensive line, you know, coming in and reading the ball well and closing that line, that hole off before the running back can get anything going. Now you're looking at third and six, and we need to get a good stop right here and get momentum back on our side. If this goes for any positive yards but doesn't get the first down, Horseshoe Ben will probably go for this. Third down and six. We'll see what Fevel can do. Cross back to snap. He's in trouble. He's going down. Good job that time up the middle, Dakota Ogle. They cannot block Mr. Ogle early, and he introduces himself to Mr. Johnson again, and it wasn't very nice. Oh, boy, was it not. Dakota shot through that line and got a sack, and there's that loss we were looking for. There's that one play on defense that I said could get us some momentum. And Coach Mark Reed does a great job calling plays on the defensive side of the ball, bringing the outside blitz, and that outside blitz was off the part of Richie, and Richie forced him into Dakota Ogle, and that's not somebody you want to be forced into. The punt is 10. Well, they blocked it. The ball's on the ground. We'll see what can happen. It'll just roll out of bounds, but on the block... I believe number 75, Stephen Barrett. Stephen Barrett gets it. And Fedman will have great field position at the 45-yard line. Anytime you can get a big play out of that third phase, we'll take it. 
They actually spot it at the 43, and the Lurch will bring the offense out. We'll see what they do. Nothing doing on that last drive, and you know Coach Limbaugh made some quick adjustments on the fly. First and 10, huge play for the Wolves. We'll see what they can do with it. Deloach with a, with a two-back set, and he tosses it. This is number 25 for the Wolves, Baker. Baker gets the edge, gets a block, hit hard and hit high. I think it was still a good, clean hit. It just looked bad, and Evan pops right back up, and he's okay. What, what an addition Evan Baker has been. He worked very hard on the offseason, and Coach Limbaugh said he will get some carries, and that time taking the round the right for five yards. Bevel's best player of the night so far. Yeah, Coach Limbaugh was very high on Baker, and we right there we just saw why. You know, he could, he's a good runner, and he can take a lick and get back up and do it again. One receiver to the right. He brings him in motion. That's Keaton. Deloach in trouble. Nowhere to go. Finds a man on the run. That's Luke White. Breaks a tackle down the sideline. Stiff arms and out of bounds. Forced out by number 11 from the Generals. That was sharp. But what a job by Pacey Deloach. He wanted that screen to number 22 on the, on the fake. And he found Luke White on an improvision play. That's the athletic ability of Deloach. And we got a heat timeout. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Fedwell finally with some momentum. 0 0, 5.50 to go. You're listening to Fedwell Football on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Harris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Sylacaga. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pond is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Welcome back to the action. Bevel on first and ten will just run a fullback dive with Seth Limbaugh, and Limbaugh gets positive yards. The second down and nine, only a gain of one as Bevel will make a substitution. Evan Becker checking back in. One thing I want to touch on, there in the Woodland game, Coach would pick one set, and he would probably run eight or nine straight plays out of it. And tonight he's going with a multiple look, different sets, and it's working. Deloach, give it to Baker. Room off the left, and a good hole buildup, but was the hole too good? We're either going to get a hold or maybe a face mask. It will be a hold on Fedville, and that is not what we needed. Yeah, we were moving forward, and anytime you see that yellow flag on the field, it's not good. We'll see if Horseshoe Bend takes the yardage or the third down and seven, and they're going to take the yardage, so it'll be second down and about 19 on the play. So big, big hurt right there for the Wolves. Yeah, I think we should – Try to get something downfield here and make it at least get the first down on a pass play, or you know, I, I'd go for the end zone right here. 
We'll see how Coach Lamar wants to play it. Second and 20 officially. Deloach in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Pressure coming. He gets outside looking for someone, and he's not going to find anything. Coming off the blitz was number 25 for the Generals, uh, Lupe Mancillas on the tackle. A penalty flag flies in from the sideline, and I think this is going to be an unsportsmanlike on somebody. So Fedville's backing up, so obviously it's on the Wolves, and this drive has just went sour after a, once again, momentum-changing play with the punt block by Stephen Barrett, and the Wolves are just going backwards. Yeah, we had momentum on our side, and we thought we were going to capitalize there for a minute, but it looks like we're fixing to get 15 more yards negative right here, and that's not what you want to see. The ref will make the official call. No, it's on Horseshoe Bend. Oh, we have offsetting. Okay. Well. So, unsportsmanlike on both teams. So, this will bring up the third down and 20. Deloach, three receivers to the left, one to the right. That's Keaton. He's looking that way. He's in trouble, and he's going to go down again. That line is having a hard time with the pass protection. Both lines, both offensive lines are having difficulty right now. Yeah, that horseshoe bend defense is working pretty good right now, and it's getting the loach off sequence, and we keep going back. We'll have to make that adjustment on defense. Yeah, much bigger defensive unit for horseshoe bend this year than last year. Yeah, they... I remember seeing these kids last year, and some of the same kids were on there, and, man, they've gotten a whole lot bigger. Phillips gets the punt away. Not as far, not as good as he won a yardage-wise. We'll see if he can get a bounce. Takes a decent federal bounce, and we'll, and we'll roll out close to the 30-yard line, and that's where Horseshoe Bend will take over. Uh, Phillips not as good as he wanted. You can see the frustration on his face, but – uh, could, could have been worse. First and 10 from the 19. Well, we need that defense to step up right here and give us some more of them negative plays and get the ball back with pretty decent field position. And look at Levi Phillips. As soon as he makes a bad punt, what is he doing? He's going on the sideline. He's fixing the practice, kicking the ball. That's what we talk about with him. First and 10. This is Johnson, and he gets a toss away, and they've got some room. Down the sideline, that is number five, Shivers. and uh, Check that, that's sharp for a huge gain. I thought Johnson was sacked on the play. Ogle once again bringing the heat, but credit Johnson that time getting that toss away. Yeah, I lost the football right there. It looked like the quarterback had it, took a sack, and the next thing you know, it Shivers was running down the sideline. Yeah, Sharp gets all the way down to the 41. Oh, big play for Horseshoe Bend, and Fedwell's got to dig in defensively right here. First down and 10. 3.27 to go in a first quarter that is flown by. Johnson, handoff around the right. They've got room again. This time it's number three, and we're going to get flagged for a horse collar, and we're not, we're not close by, but... Uh, from this angle, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's a, a mental mistake. You know you can't grab a guy by his collar. you got to wrap him up and get him to the ground. And anytime you grab him by his collar and pull him down, that's you're looking at 15. 
That time it was McMath on the carry. McMath had a good game against the Wolves last time, was one of the only bright spots. But a horse collar on Fedville, and, you know, the the, the grab of the jersey was kind of high, but I, I don't think it was in the horse collar area, for, at least from where I sit. But, hey, that line judge is a lot closer to the play than me, so we'll just leave it at that. First down and ten. Three minutes and counting to go in the first quarter. Horseshoe Bend threatening. Johnson. Man in the backfield is McMath. Man in motion. Another different ball carrier for Horseshoe Bend, and that's number 14 on the play. That's Gavin Brazil. And I think we're going to get flagged for a face mask. And I'm just going to be honest with you. There was a lot of this going on on Fedville's drive that Horseshoe Bend was doing defensively. And, yes, it was a face mask. I've seen that from here. But, oh, they actually call it on offense. I guess Horseshoe Bend grabbed that man's face mask first. We're not going to call the player's name out who grabbed it back. But Horseshoe Bend finally gets hit with a penalty, and Fedville needed that. They were on their heels. Yeah, this is where the defense needs to step up, put them cleats in the ground and drive and get some more momentum for the Wolves. So now it's going to be first and long for Horseshoe Bend. Johnson, three men in the backfield. They'll give it around. around. No, they'll fake it and then throw it. Got a man wide open. That's number 25, and they're having a hard time tackling him, but they do. That was Mancillus, and a good play design that time from Horseshoe Bend. It was first and 25, and pass over the middle off a fake run to Mancillus. Six, gain of 16, second down and nine. Looked like we had a sack back there, but he just alerted that defender and threw one downfield and got some positive yards out of it. We're going to have to continue to wrap up. We'll see how long Coach Mark Reed waits before he brings another blitz. Johnson, man in the backfield this time is number five, Sharp. He'll fake it to him. And this time they had Holt Tidwell, Tim Ben, and Tidwell is going to make a cut and get his first down. Yeah, it was two seniors on that play making the tackle. Good job by Dakota Ogle and uh, Brady Ritchie. Third down and five. They mark him back. Knee went down before that happened. So third down and five. This no, most definitely fourth down territory. I'm not sure how Horseshoe Bend's kicker is, but usually if a team is kicking onside kicks, that that's a pretty good indicator. Yeah, that's a telltale sign that they don't have somebody that can kick it. Johnson, third down and five. Let's see if we can get a stop. He wants to throw quick screen, and it's incomplete. And it looks like Johnson that time just kind of felt the pressure and really just threw it in the grass. I, I, I think he saw a man creeping up on the out route, and the guy that had the coverage that time for the Wolves was number 22, who we don't have a number for. Um, but he had very good coverage on the play, and I think when Johnson saw that, he just ate it. Fourth down and six. The defense needs to make a stop right here. Get the ball back. It'll be good momentum for the Wolves to get right here on this play. They will go for it. Fourth and six, Johnson. Oh, it's a reverse. They've got it set up. Can we make a tackle? That's got to be a hold. We got drugged to the ground, and we're going to get a flag for a hit 
Our offensive, our defensive tackle got tackled to the ground by the right tackle, and we're going to get hit with another face mask. Yeah, we had that play made, and somebody didn't see something, and but they saw, you know, a tackle out of bounds, and that's what they're going to call. And early in this game, we, we don't mean to harp, but th that is a huge killer in this game. And we'll see if the, they do call the hold, but they didn't throw the flag until the tackle was made. Yeah, that, that was a very late flag. Right? I mean, I think everybody on our side of the stadium thought that was going to be a late hit out of bounds. And, and to be honest, it probably was, but thank you to the official for making the call. But you, you've got to make that call when it happens. That flag did not come in until the tackle. Yeah, I don't. Th I think the referee had a hard time finding this flag right there. So from fourth and six to fourth and sixteen, one oh one to go in the first quarter. No score from Farm Wings Field. We'll see what Horseshoe Benz decides to do on fourth and long. Johnson runs to the line. Johnson rolls out. He's in trouble, and he's going down. This time it's Blake Ritchie. Richie came through one touch, made the second. That's the momentum that we were looking for. Good job by Coach Reed and the defense for making that call, and it paid dividends for us. Jacob, the defensive lines in this game are playing out of their minds right now, and they're about the only ones. Well, if you like defense, this is the game to be at, apparently. Now, Fedville had some positive things going on that last drive until it got stalled out for penalties. I, I'm curious to see, with 42 seconds to go in the first quarter, how Coach Limbaugh wants to approach this last little bit. Yeah, let's hope Limbaugh made some adjustments while the offense was on the sidelines and right some wrongs and make positive plays. Deloach reaching in the backfield. Luke White in motion. Low snap. Fake it to White, hand it to Richie up the middle, and he's driving, and we get another penalty flag, and they are just flying in to end the quarter, and we get a hold on Fedville. Didn't see that one, but they call it. Yeah, a lot of penalties in this first quarter. Penalties something that bit the wolves a little bit last week. Could have been worse. They, they did a much better job in the second half with it. Ten yards, so it will be first and 20 for Fedville, and... and this is the stuff that Coach Limbaugh was telling us about last night that he just could not have, and it's happening again. The Wolves are just shooting themselves in the foot when they've had a punt block, two fourth down stops, a couple of really good plays on offense, and they have nothing to show for it. It's time to quit the penalties, and let's move this thing down the field, guys. DeLoach, first down and 20 after the flag. Same set. He'll give it up the middle and a little bit of room that time for Richie, but just not, not a lot of space to run in between. And I believe the first quarter is going to end on that play with no score. Oh, as the buzzer sounds, it's 0-0 zero to zero at the end of the first. We will take a quick break. We'll be right back after this from the Federal Football Game of the Week on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. 
That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Farm Links Field, second quarter. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Second down and 20, the Wolves will start this, this second quarter with. Let's we'll see what the Wolves can do. Deloach wants to throw. Got a man out there and... Just a little bit out of the reach that time. Yeah, I mean, Math had good coverage on that play and kept the receiver from make, getting contact with the football. Number 22 is Zeke Delope, so we apologize to him, but our roster has him listed at number 12, so we will need to also correct that as Pacey throwing to his younger brother right there. Fedville is just, as Coach Wimball said last night, Fedville has been blessed with Deloaches over the years. Man, these Deloaches are athletes. Third down and 16. We'll see if this Deloach athlete can make a play. He is joined in the backfield by, I believe, Camden Keaton. Deloach in trouble, running around. He's way back. He just needs to throw this away. They're going to call that an illegal block on Ogle. I want to. I want to see what this call on the block is. It's not going to matter because the the loach was sacked for a huge loss, regardless. But I don't see anything wrong with that block. It wasn't high. It was. It, he didn't lead with a helmet. I want to see what this call is. They're talking about it. Well, the loach right there. I mean, he was lucky he didn't get a safety because there was a lot of white shirts chasing him in the end zone right there. They call targeting on Dakota Ogle. Personal foul, hit to the head on the Wolves. Hit to the head. Took place in the end zone, um, resulting in safety for Horseshoe B. Wow. That, I guess that's something new. A penalty resulted in a safety because it was committed in the end zone. I, I just, I don't know about that one, Jacob. I don't know. That looked like a, a clean hit to me. Um. I'm very confused as to how that was considered head-to-head, -head, but it was, so Fedville is down 2 to nothing. Horseshoe Bend strikes first on a safety. Um, the offense has got to start helping this defense out. Time and time again, they've made plays and, and give the offense an opportunity, and we've just spitted and sputtered again on offense, and, and it's because of pass protection. Deloach is running for his life not even long after the play starts. The offensive line's got to dig in a little bit better as the second quarter will take place. Yeah, we need to see more out of this offense. So right now it's not looking good in the first half, and the defense is playing lights out, but you got to have that offense to back that defense up. 
Deloach will free kick this punt. Once again, not a very far punt. Oh, and it was hit by a horseshoe bend defender. The ball's loose. Did Fayetteville get it? I think they did. It was hit by a defender, bobbled, and Fayetteville recovered. There's that swinging momentum we need. Now we need to capitalize on a very good play. But, but Jacob, we've said that four times already. Swinging momentum, defense, and special teams. When is the offense going to do something with it? I think it's right here. It's, I think it's time that this offense says enough is enough. We know we can move the ball against y'all. Offensive line, dig in on this drive. Deloach on a first down and 10. We'll see what the play is. Deloach is split out wide right here. Brady Ritchie is lined up at quarterback. I bet this is the Wildcat. And they will fake the reverse off of it. Ritchie up the middle. Good yardage for Brady. And I think he's got a first down. But I see another flag. Is this another hold? I think we're going to get hit with another holding call. And that penalty count is, is not even at all. Well, we go back to that word momentum. Penalties are killing that momentum. It just seems like both teams can't get anything going because of the penalties. The penalty count is about 6-1 to one in favor of uh, Fedville right now. And the one penalty that was called on Horseshoe Bend was called extremely late. So that, that is definitely a factor right there. When It might have been a hold. We, we, that was on the far side of the field. So ref might have had a better angle at that. But they're going to go to that look again. First down and 20 for Richie from the Wildcat. Low snap. Fake it to the end-around man again. And he will spurt up the middle, making some things happen as Brady Richie. And a good gain. Going to yeah. move this about five or six yards. Yeah, nice little run by Richie right there and makes it second and 12 and we need to keep moving the ball forward but it looks like right now we're going to need a little bit more than three yards of play. And really thought he got more than three yards on that play. Richie, second down and 12. Richie. This time he will leave it with Luke White on the reverse. He's got some room. Don't hold. Whatever you do, Luke White brings a couple of tackles. And, yes, there we go. Luke White was seven yards out of bounds. And I believe number 25 for Horseshoe Bend is the one that came on that penalty. Mancillas, 11-yard gain, so it would have only been a yard short as it is. Personal foul against the Generals, and you can hear the crowd. They're approving of that. Finally, we get one. Yeah, like you said, it was 6-1, to one and it looked like every penalty was going to go against us, and the referee made a good call right there for that late hit out of bounds. Uh, this will move things to the just inside the 30-yard the line at the 27. Richie, they're liking the Wildcat right now, and it's produced some good things. Richie. Low snap again. This time he'll have to eat it and just gets up the middle. Did good just to, you know, get up the middle on that play. And a flag is called. I, they're going to get Dakota Ogle with a personal foul. And if that's a personal foul on Dakota Ogle, unless there's been a rule change, he's gone. Yeah, that's two, two personal fouls. We'll see what they call. If it's just a, a hold or a personal foul. Personal foul. 
We'll see what happens with Dakota Ogle. I thought if you get two personal fouls, you're gone, but... And the crowd is really right right now. It seems like every block that's even hard in, in the least way that Fedville makes, they're throwing the flag on. So instead of first down, it's second and 20. Richie will throw. He takes a shot down the field for DeLoach, and it is dropped by Horseshoe Bend, badly underthrown. DeLoach had a step on his defensive back, but he had safety help, and that safety came over and knocked the ball away. Third down and 23 coming up. Yeah, this is what you don't want to see, third and long, and you got to get to the, looks like the 16-yard line for a first down, and the ball is on the 41. So we're going to need a, a really big play right here. At least get it in field goal range and see if Luke can put it through the uprights. Zeke Deloach checks into the game. Deloach, Pacey Deloach lined up by Brady Ritchie. And I think Coach Limbaugh is going to take a timeout and talk it over. He's going to draw something up. We will take a quick break and be right back with more federal football on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosapines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. So here we go, third down and 23. Let's see what the Wolves come up with out of the timeout. Deloach takes a shot, got him on the out route. That's Luke White. Makes a man miss, but they're going to say that right foot hit out of bounds, probably the right call. But that play was designed not to pick up the first down, but to get yardage to make fourth down easier. And Coach Limbaugh is jumping up and down saying, hey, his foot didn't come out, but the ref's seen otherwise. And on fourth and 12, the ball's sitting on the 40, just probably outside of Phillips' range. So they're not going to force a field goal. They are going to, well, they are going to send Levi Phillips out. Uh, let's see what happens. Phillips, this is going to be a long one. And the play clock expires. Did Federal call a timeout? They did. And we'll keep it here with 9.51 to go until halftime. Horseshoe Bend is is up two to nothing. And 
once again, a very true statement yelled out by our federal fan on the far right side. You've got to block, guys, and that that's been something that has hurt the Wolves so far. When they when they haven't when they haven't allowed sacks, they've been called for holds and personal fouls. The blocking has got to be cleaned up. Yeah, it's a, a lot of it's mental, and a lot of it is you know trying. Probably they're probably trying too hard because the referee calls just about every time they throw a block, and they're trying to do something right. And I'm going to be honest with you, Dakota Ogle is not a dirty player by any means. Uh, he is a very fiery and very competitive football player. And I think a lot of times he's got such a low center of gravity and, and such force with his hits. I think sometimes the impact of the hit can make the hit look worse than it actually is, and that will garner a penalty. And that's something that you know the best, the best defensive linemen deal with. They're going to keep Levi Phillips out on the field, and this will be a long one. We'll see if he can get it through to give the Wolves the 3-2 to two lead. Snap down. They're faking it. Deloach is in trouble. He's running around. Makes a man miss. Deloach still running around. He's got some room to run. Can you get the first down? He will be wrapped up close. Dragon defenders. It's going to be very close, Jacob, but I don't think he got it. Yeah, he was moving the ball right there, just not enough for the first down, unfortunately. But that was, I will say that was a positive play. Oh, Coach Wimbaugh goes with the fake, and credit to the man that, that was made miss in, in the backfield. That time was number, I believe it was number three, Chandler McMath. Even though he missed the tackle, he forced the loach up into the middle of his defensive line, and they made the tackle. Good defense by Horseshoe Bend, but... Again, Fedville, we, we shouldn't have to rely on a fourth and long trick play to move the football. Yeah, but while you were talking right there, I saw a flag go up in the air, and it's going to be 15 yards against Horseshoe Bend for unsportsmanlike conduct. Wow. So while I was rambling on about the play we just seen, Jacob sees the penalty flag, and they are going to call it on Horseshoe Bend. And they move the ball back some more, so... Oh, I, I bet you Coach Reed is is thinking about dialing up another one of those blitzes. He he's very good with calling them, but he doesn't he doesn't do it a lot because he wants when he calls a blitz to be timely. Well, I think right now you're in a position you're going to try whatever works. You got them, you have them pinned deep, and you need something to go your way. So we'll see if that blitz is called right here on the ten yard line. First and ten. Johnson takes a snap for Horseshoe Bend, gives it to the to the man through. And he's tackled after a couple of yards. A flag flies. It's a hold on Horseshoe Bend or a face mask on us. I believe I saw the referee signal for a hold. And if that's the case, half the distance of the goal. I believe if this is a hold, it's going to be half the distance, which would move this back to the five. If I'm not mistaken, it is a hold. So it will still be first down, but the question is, where will the ball be spotted? Call is holding against the generals. Well, wherever the ball is spotted, this is where you need a blitz. You need a blitz to work right here. See, they move it back to, what is it, the six? They haven't updated the scoreboard yet. We don't have very good advantage points to see where that ball is spotted way down there. But we are doing the best that we can. First and long, nevertheless, for Johnson and the Generals. Johnson takes the snap, 
up the middle. Good defense by Fedville on the play. Fedville's saying that there was a fumble on the play. Yeah, the referees are saying it's going to be second down. Well, the Wolves were begging for the fumble on that one. But looks like the ref said he was down by contact, so it'll be second down and 11 from the six. Well, this is where you want to see that defense step up and make, make two, at least two good plays right here and get the ball back with what would seem to be very good field position. Already at the... 8.30 mark in our second quarter. This game has went by really fast. Second down and 11. Johnson takes the snap, rolling out, wants to throw. Got a man out there. And it's incomplete. Let's see if they call interference. They won't. And I'm I'm very surprised, but we're but we're very glad. And Hunter Hammonds and Kingdom Keaton were on the coverage for the Wolves. The coverage was good, but at the last second, a hand flew in and, and kind of tugged the receiver's arm, but the ref did not make that call. Good for us. Third down and 11. Jacob, does Coach Reed bring the blitz right here? I believe he does. It's third and long, and you're inside the 10-yard line. Third and long. Johnson. Blitz coming, and down he goes. And there's another flag on the play. Looks like it's going to go against Horseshoe Bend. Uh, looks like Horseshoe Bend is kind of getting rattled in the middle game. Blake Ritchie once again with the sack. That's his second of the game. Oakland's had two and Ritchie's had two. Those two defensive linemen that Coach Glenbaugh outlined last night are making their impact early. And they're both seniors, and this goes back to that senior leadership. We need our seniors to step up and step up in a big way. And right there, they stepped up in a very big way. We've got a heat timeout. A huge play for Fedville right there is going to bring us to a third and long. We'll be right back with the Fedville football game of the week on radio, alabamasports.net. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Back to the stadium we go for a fourth down and 20 from the three-yard line. I think you bring some pressure right here on the punt to try to garner a block or a safety, but you don't want to do too much because a personal foul for roughing the kicker will move the chains. They do rush. They don't get him. A pretty good punt. Luke White backpedals, makes the catch with his chest. He's running to the outside, makes a man miss, gets a good block from Jacob Vice, stiff arm, and it's coming back. Another flag. I, I, well, I was watching wide on that play. What was that, a block in the back on Vice? I think that's what they're going to call. 
it was very close to a block in the back, and the refs are, are not are not given any edge on blocks so far. We have definitely seen that. If you do anything whatsoever on a block that's even just the slightest bit over the fundamental, the refs are going to call you for, for a hold or a block in the back tonight. It is a block in the back on Jacob Weiss, and that will move the Wolves back. Luke White had a beautiful punt return. And, and the reason why that hurts more, Jacob, is because that block was not necessary to Luke White's yardage. Luke White had that return before Jacob Weiss made that block in the back. Yeah, I believe White was already on the ground when that flag was thrown. Now, it's still going to be first and ten, but they're not going to have as good field position. Two to nothing, a very low-scoring defensive tug-of-war first half from Farm Wings Field. The offense has not showed very much life, but when they have, it's been in this Wildcat, and Coach Limbaugh is going to stick with it. Richie will run it. Luke White in motion. They will fake it to him. Richie around the right, and a low tackle tripping up the feet of Richie by number 57 from the Generals, and that was... Grayson Walls. Well, this goes back to what I was touching on earlier, Coach. During the Wally game, Coach would find a set to run, and he'd run eight or nine plays out of it. But when it's not working, he needed to find something different. Second down and ten. Richie will run it again. This time he'll give it to White. White around the left. Gets a block. Spins around and is cut down. And... Good sportsmanship that time from number 23 after making the tackle. Uh, that was Luke Jones on the tackle, and Luke gives Luke, uh, our Luke a high five. Uh, we get three yards to make it third down and seven, and Fedva will probably be forced to throw right here. Here's the thing with this Wildcat. It's worked, and it's been our best offense, but on second and long, I think that hurts because now on third and seven, you, you get, you're forced to be conservative in throwing the football. Richie bobbled the snap, gets it. Running around the right, making men miss. And another flag. We are going to get called for another hold. I mean, it, it's to the point where the players on our offensive line have got to be asking, what can we do to block? Yeah, right now it's looking like they're expecting these linemen on both sides really to be pristine and you know, do everything by the book. These referees ain't giving anything. Tonight. I mean, I mean, this is crazy. Third down and se what was going to be a fourth and one or first down turns into a third and 17. And now we're going to have to air it out. And Horseshoe Ben knows that, so we're probably going to face some pressure on this play. Penalties are absolutely killing the Federal Wolves right now. Yeah, Horseshoe Ben's got their corners and safeties back, so they know what's coming. And I don't understand this. Third and 16, they're going to run the Wildcat. Oh, well, they're going to get five free yards. I, I take that back. And Limbaugh, we trust. <laughs> third down and 16 will become third and 11 after a good old-fashioned hard count by Richie. And that's something we've seen Blake Manchin do a lot last year. And, and we got at least one one time out of that from every team we played, and we do it in here in week two, and we, you know, make it easier on third and 11. Yeah, it's more manageable now, but it still looks like we're going to have to air it out, and it still looks like those corners and safeties know what's coming. Deloach will be in the shotgun. Richie flanked to his left. Two receivers to the left. He's looking for White. It's not there. Deloach will be forced to run it. He's got a man on the run. It's Camden Keaton. Check that. I believe it's Jacob Weiss. 
What what is this flag on? The play picked up a first down. Jacob Vice turned and gave the football to the official. Well, I saw. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, unless something was said on the part of Vice, I don't know what we can be flagged for right here. Well, I saw on the far sideline two generals, you know, trying to console each other, so it might be on them. And the refs are taking a long time to talk about it. We'll see what the call is. Ref taking a long time to make this call. It's on the Federal Wolves. I mean, they call an unsportsmanlike on Jacob Vice. He turned and handed the football to the official. Unless something was said, there, there is nothing we could have been flagged for right there. Yeah, we're not on the field right now, so we don't know if anything was said. But from what we saw, it was nothing. It was a, here's the ball, and let's move on to the next play. But the referee threw the flag, and now we're... First and 10 from the 45. Uh, they make it first and 10. This is just a, a crazy sequence. And now the refs stop play. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to, you know, sound like we're beating a dead horse to death. But, I mean, we're in, we're in officially week three. It's week two for the Wolves, but it's week three of the season. And it's like the refs are, like, unsure of every call that they blow. Yeah, that chain crew's moving the chains. You know, it's in our favor, so you got to wonder what's going on with these referees tonight. They're not on the same page. They are not. They have huddled up after every penalty, it seems like. I just can't help but to wonder, because the stick show first and ten, did the, was the personal foul actually on Horseshoe Bend, and they just said Fedville? Well, it's actually going to be first and 25, so the penalty was on us. It's just they had the sticks in the wrong spot. And I agree with that fan. I'm not going to repeat what she said because then I would be in trouble. <laughs> but I do agree. First down and 25, and we are still huddled up at the FW talking about this penalty. And, and I wish the Silicaga uh, color analyst, Brent Ashley, was here with us to give us some official insider because as a former referee, I've, I, I've just – I've got to think that he would think this is off. I mean, yes, you want the officials to make the right call, but it's every single flag that they're throwing. They're huddling up talking about it. And, and it's almost to the point to where if you, if you don't know what the flag is thrown for, then you shouldn't be throwing it all the time. Well, if that, in my opinion, if they can't decide on what the penalty would be, pick it up and put it back in your pocket. Let's move on. Oh, my goodness. These Federal fans are something else. If you want to laugh, come watch a Federal football game at home and listen to a to a uncall, to a, to a call that doesn't go the right way if you want a good laugh. We are still talking about this. I, I, and, and no... Okay, so the first down was made, and, and I'm, I'm assuming Jacob Weiss turned and said something to the sideline. That's the only thing that I can think of because there was nothing else we could have been called for. Low snap, they pick it up, pitch it to Luke White. Luke is running for his life, and he gets a couple yards before he is gang-tackled by Horseshoe Bend, and they help Luke White up. Good sportsmanship there. 
on the tackle, number three for the Generals, that's McMath, along with number five, that is Sharp. Heat timeout and water break, 522. We're going to take a timeout and maybe try to recollect our thoughts as this has just been a weird first half, if I have to be honest. Two to nothing is the score, 522 to go. You're listening to Federal Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack, located on Highway 280 next to Baden Toyota. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Alby Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Alby Steers in Silicaga has you covered. <laughs> Welcome back to Farmlings Field, second down and 24, 520 and rolling in the second quarter. This game got off to a flying start as far as time went by, but it slowed down with all these yellow handkerchiefs laying on the turf. Second and 24, here's the Loach. Quick screen, Luke White. Luke has to make something happen. He doesn't. There's a flag on the sideline. We didn't have a blocker out there. So maybe Luke was offsides or maybe the generals were offsides. And let's hope that's the case because we didn't have a blocker out there, so it can't be a hold. I'm sorry to break it to y'all. <laughs> False start. Wow. And if my count is correct, I've been doing my best to tally this. That is 13 first-half penalties for the Federal Wolves. Against what, two for the Generals? Three. They had two unsportsman likes and a hold. Third down and 23. They declined it. Deloach going to throw. No, he's not. Draw. Seth Limbaugh has some room to run. Breaking tackles. Going to get good yardage. Very good yardage on that draw. A good call from Coach Limbaugh to get some of that yardage back and either give some room to your punter or go think about a fourth and long. Ball's on the 48, and they've got to get it to about the 27. So we're going to be looking at a long fourth down and they will send Levi Phillips out to kick. I think that's the smart play the way your defense has been playing in this half. Just try to uh, play good defense and get this thing in halftime. Horseshoe Ben does get the football to start the second half so Fedville needs to get a stop. Phillips low punt, low snap. He gets it away. High kick. A little better than his last one. It takes a Fedville bounce. Can they get down there to it before it rolls? 
It is saved. No, it was almost saved, and his foot was in the end zone when he threw it back. Very close. Good effort down there by, I believe, Jacob Weiss. Yeah, he was about as the length of his finger from saving that and putting them on the one-yard line, but that was a good hustle by that punt coverage. And and Jacob Weiss turned and asked for an explanation. And, you know, you're, you're allowed to do that as a player if you do it in the right way. And the ref said your foot was in the end zone, and Jacob shook his head. And that that's what you like to see. And this, if your foot or any part of your body is in the end zone before you save a punt from going into the end zone, it, it's a touchback. And good call to bring it out to the 20. First down and 10 for the Generals. Johnson, handoff, breaks the tackle, breaks some more, breaks another. They can't tackle that little guy. Should have been a zero-yard gain, turns into a two- or three-yard gain, that time on the carry. We'll see who had the good effort on the play. Number 14, Gavin Brazil. Yeah, that, three minutes and 30 seconds to go. Penalty flag on the play. Could we get a hold on Horseshoe Ben right here? Block below the waist. We'll take it. Block below the waist, chop block, whatever you want to call it. It'll bring up a first and... About 25 should. And that'll change things on that offense quick, fast, and in a hurry. You, you're moving the ball good, and the, that yellow handkerchief gets on the ground, and that'll kill you, kill that little bit of momentum you got on that previous play. No doubt about it. Horseshoe bend. We'll see how aggressive Coach Phillips is on that sideline for the Generals on, on this drive. You got the lead two to nothing. You get the football back. You're sitting at a first and long with three minutes to go. We'll see if he just runs it three straight times as Feva will be prepared to stop. Nope, they're going to throw it. And he was hit as he throws. Got a man out there. And it is knocked away beautifully. That is excellent coverage by number five from the Wolves. That is Brady Holmes, the senior. What a beautiful job turning his head and making a play on the football. Textbook coverage from Brady Holmes. That is exactly what you want to see out of a cornerback. Great coverage, didn't grab the receiver, and the ball ended up on the turf. So, Horseshoe Bend, forget what I said. They wanted, they wanted to take a shot on first and long, and incomplete pass will stop the clock at 3.04. Second and 22 with eight on the play clock. They just get it off. They make the tackle on Brazil in the backfield, and another flag flies. We'll see. We'll see if this is a hold or something on the tackle. Yeah, I don't think Jeff Scott's going to be happy with this field being painted yellow tonight. <laughs> that is a good point. We'll see what the call is. Is there a penalty? I mean, there's a flag laying on the ground and. The refs are not making a official ruling. Well, oh, here we go. Hold on the offense. Again, forever to, to make that call. It, it, it was it was good on our part for a, for a hold. We finally get we've been asking for, but. Just uncertainty on the part of this officiating crew tonight. Yeah, you, you need to be on the same page. You know, this is a region game, a very important region game. You know, it's a region opener, and you got referees not on the same page. That'll swing the game, you know. So this will bring up a third and 22. 
2.30 and counting left to go. We'll see if Horseshoe Bend just sits on this and runs it up the middle, and they will. About three or four yards on the play. Give their punter some room. Does Coach Limbaugh take a timeout and stop that clock is the next question, and I think he did. Yes, he did. So we'll stop the clock on a third down and 22 play. Horseshoe Bend will most likely, I would think in all likelihood, be punting on this play. 2.25 left. Fedville has a chance, Jacob, to score before the half and take that lead. We're going to take a quick break and be right back from Farm Links Field. You're listening to Fedville Football on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped homebuyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Garrett Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garrett Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Welcome back to Farm Links Field, where Horseshoe Bend will be punting on 4th and 17. It was like I was telling you during the break. Can we see a... A rush the punter and get this thing blocked with a minute to go, two minutes, two and a half minutes. But they may just step back and set up the return for Luke White. Luke will be catching this from midfield. Clean catch. He's got a lot of men to beat. He gets the edge down the sideline and will step out. He takes a hard hit out of bounds. Do we get a penalty on that? I don't think so. I think he was still in bounds when contact was made. Pretty good call from the official that time. But Luke White, we talk about it earlier. Luke White has the ability to change complexion of games with his illusion on those punt, re- punt and kick returns. Good block by Jacob Weiss to get that edge, and Fedville is set up with a golden opportunity at the 24-yard line. 2-11 two, two to go until the half. Fedville has to have points right here. Yeah, it's like you said last night in the coaches' show, big-time players make big-time plays, and this is where we need those big-time plays with very good field position with two minutes to go in the half. Vice and White to the right, Deloach to the left. Casey Deloach will throw. He's looking for his little brother Zeke. Makes the catch and is hit hard. That's a flag thrown on the tackle, so that's going to be on Horseshoe Bend. Casey Deloach's pass is complete. Beautiful throw from Deloach to Deloach. 13 yard gain. We'll see what the flag is. Levi Phillips warming up on the sideline, but Coach Limbaugh would not like to have to have a field goal right now with the play that was just made by Luke White and the very next play that was just made by Zeke Deloach. It was an illegal hit. That'll move things even closer for the Wolves, Jacob, as Fedville is poised to get points in this drive if we can just take care of the ball and avoid stupid mistakes. Yeah, Horseshoe Ben just gave us a gift right here, and we need to take very, very good advantage of it. Deloach flanked by Limbaugh. Low snap, had to pick it up off the ground. He's in trouble. He's got some room to the right. Will he just get out of bounds? I, I think he will. 
Well, the loach tried to make something happen, didn't see anything he liked. He could have thrown it across the middle of the field, but he made the safe play that time and pretty smart play on his part, even though it's not what we wanted. That'll get things to second and five from the five. Clock is ticking, 120 to go. I believe Coach Limbaugh has, no, he does not have any timeouts left. So the Wolves have got to be efficient in this last minute. Well, if I was Coach Limbaugh in this situation and it worked against Wally, let's give the ball to Seth Limbaugh and let him lower that head and get the ball in the end zone. Seth lined up as the fullback. The Loach will turn and hand it. He hands it to that man, Brady Ritchie, and Ritchie gets it even closer down to about the two with a minute to go. And Richie's slow to get up and limping. Four yards, third and goal from the two. Clock stopped momentarily, now at running. 50 seconds to go, and, and Fedville is wasting a lot of time right here. Need to get this thing in the end zone. If this is made anywhere in the open field, they will have to go for it. Oh, if you don't see anything you like, throw it away. Deloach with the quarterback sneak. Raises the football over the pylon. He pushes in. Touchdown, Fedville Wolves. Great job right there by Deloach. He kept it right there and stuck those arms out. And those arms was high above the defense, and he fell over the ball, broke the plane. I'll take that touchdown. Pacey doing his best Cam Newton impersonation. How many times did Cam Newton just reach the ball over the goal line? It didn't matter if a defender was in the way. If, if the ball was knocked out after you crossed the pylon or the plane, it does not matter. And that time, Deloach, good strength to get it in. Six to three. We have a new ball game. Extra point is up. Hold down. The kick is up. The kick is good from Levi Phillips. It is now seven to two with 33 seconds to go. The Federal Wolves have taken the lead. We'll take a quick break and be right back with the Federal Football Game of the Week on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack, located on Highway 280 next to Baden Toyota. We have a new ball game from Farm Wings Field, folks. Seven to two as Fedville, right before the half, punches it in, taking great advantage of Luke White's return. Phillips, the kick is away. It's a squib. Horseshoe Bend fumbles the ball. Can Fedville get on it? I think Horseshoe Bend got back on it, but they have liked that squib with Levi Phillips throughout the course of his federal career and it almost bit Horseshoe Bend. Well, you know, Horseshoe Bend started out the game with that onside kick and we tried yep. to give them a little taste of their own medicine. Unfortunately, it didn't work right there. About a half a spin of the football late. 33 seconds to go until the half. 
First and ten from for the Generals. Horseshoe Bend does have all three timeouts, so they can, if they elect to, move this ball down the field. Any part of the field is open, so if you're Fedville, you got to know that. And they're set in the power eye formation, and he wants to throw. He's got pressure off the edge. He's not going anywhere. He is set. About five yards back, number 25, Evan Baker coming off the edge on the blitz. How big of an impact has he made in this game? Man, it's been, he's been a great player so far. and Right there, it looks like that's going to be the last play of the first half. Um, Horseshoe Ben did not even try to call a timeout. I guess they were content just to take it to the locker room. And you know what? I'll end the half on an Evan Baker sack any day of the week. Fedville punches it in to end the second quarter. Much better ball movement. 7-2 to two is your halftime score. We'll take a quick break and be back with the halftime show from Farmlinks Field. You're listening to Fedville Football on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Silicon. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Silicon. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. School football brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports.
more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosapines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. What makes Garrett Specialty special? Did you know Garrett's Poland is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garrett's Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garrett's Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. The sound of the always good Pride of the Wolfpack marching band here at Fayetteville High School as they are taking the field. 7-2 is your halftime score as we uh, are, are taking a break from the action. And, Jacob, we had a penalty field first half. Fedville did absolutely nothing on offense until about the second quarter started, and then everything just started clicking. Defense has been rock solid. What was your take from that first half? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now there's three teams on that field that needs to go in the locker room and regroup. But, uh... The defense of Fayetteville has been playing really good football this first half, and we need to continue that going into the second half. And The offense showed some bright spots right there towards the end of the second quarter, and we need more of that as we move forward in this game. I think going forward, uh, Luke White around the edges has to be a play that Fayetteville goes back to. Every time that it was called after the um, billions of holding calls, of course, that is, Luke White made something happen. And in, we talked about him uh, last night in the pregame show, at the, at the coaches' show. We talked about him in the pregame, and he's making plays tonight. He's taking that senior leadership on the offensive side of the ball, and he's really helped Pacey DeLoach out. You remember the improv on the scramble that Pacey DeLoach actually found him open in the middle of the field when there wasn't nothing there. And uh, that's something that Luke White can do. He knows how to get open. Yeah, if you don't know Luke White's name now, you'll know his name by the end of the season. He is a very crucial player to this offense. And this showing right now is the score seven to nothing. And a lot of that you can attest to Luke White and his performance so far. Seven to two, the score at halftime. Should have been seven to nothing, uh, but we got called for a safety because of a penalty committed in the end zone. And we talk about the offense. How about on defense? We talk all the time about the Ritchie brothers, but Blake Ritchie and Dakota Ogle had a heck of a first half defensively. Well, Dakota Ogle, you know, is playing through a lot of adversity tonight. You know, he had those two unsportsmanlike penalties called on him. Thought he was going to be put out of the game, but he's still out there, and he's been a very key part to this defense along with the Ritchie brothers. And the defense is 
the reason why that you know Horseshoe Bend only has two points because that defense is frustrating that Horseshoe Bend offense. And you know. The, the quarterback for the Generals, Johnson, is new this year. I don't think he played quarterback for him last year. And the passing game when Horseshoe Bend has went to it, it's been it's been shut down. And we talk about Bedville stopping the run, but how about only one completed pass out of seven attempts from Horseshoe Bend, and that was for about four yards. Fedville's pass defense, we talk about their run defense all the time, and their secondary has a tendency to struggle at times, but that secondary locked up the passing game in the first half, and, and it showed the play that Brady Holmes made on the ball, the play at the end of the first quarter when they had a touchdown, but uh, Camden Keaton worked himself back into the play. The corners that we have are small, but they're very fast and they're usually in good position. Well, you remember that play? They were going from our left to to right. You know, Evan Baker had that key uh, play right there. You know, it looked like it was going to be complete, and Evan Baker came and knocked that ball down, put it on the turf, and I think that's when they had to punt. Yeah, Evan Baker, we've talked about him a little bit, and and Coach Limbaugh told us, you know, if you're not familiar with Evan Baker and uh, you don't know that he's going to be involved, you you need to start paying attention. And with the running backs that that Fedville already had in Luke White, Seth Limbaugh, uh, as well as Brady Ritchie, Cason Bryant, who is on the IR right now, they'll get him back, I believe, week six. I believe that's correct. Okay, so all four of those guys, plus you got Deloach, who's not very, who, who isn't fast, but has the quick of feet. He, he's very deceptive with his footwork. He's just been under pressure tonight. Five guys capable of running the ball, but yet Evan Baker comes out and really earns the, the trust and respect from this coaching staff in the short amount of time they had to practice. And They're giving him chances, and he's taking advantage of it on both sides. Boy, is he ever. You know, He's had a pretty good run there in the first half, and that was key in getting the ball down the field, but we're getting story of the first half we're getting the ball down the field and there for a while we couldn't do nothing out out of it absolutely federal federal actually has more yards get this as much as we've ran the ball federal actually has more yards passing than running and we've only passed the ball what five six times uh once blake returns we will be able to have you keeping stats so all of our guesses will be more accurate when whenever we are a full crew uh but we're doing the best we can right now blake on vacation hope he's having a great time and you heard from our sponsors at halftime just want to give some shout outs to them harvey's on noble if you haven't had a chance to go get harvey's food they're only open uh certain times you got to pay attention to their hours but if you can get in there it is well worth it the food is exceptional uh the service is good and it's also a very good hangout spot live music it's a lot of fun at harvey's and um we uh we are proud to have them on uh this year as a sponsor area real estate those guys over there do a good job as blake said last week if you don't like your neighbors or you're ready for a change call area real estate they will do the job for you how about oak grove feed and tack Hunt season is closer than you may think it is, uh, and even though it's brutally hot right now, we have a cold front coming in here in a few days, and deer will be on the loose early. So, you know, go see those guys at Oak Grove Feed and Tat. They will take care of all of your hunting needs. How about State Farm Albia Steers, who I have my car insurance with? 
can always trust Alvia. He's always there. If there's a problem with your bill, call him. He'll check it out. If you have a problem with your rate, call him. He'll check it out. If you have any problem whatsoever, even with something that doesn't relate to car insurance, Alvia is just that kind of guy. He will help you do everything he can as a uh, car insurance agent, not just an agent. He's a friend to our community. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, how about them being our network sponsor this year? Super glad to have them on and I bank with Heritage South, but if I didn't, Coosa Pines would be who I bank with. Such a great banking service. Uh, it, they will take care of you. Uh, any any uh, disservices that go on your account, call them. They'll check it out for you. Uh, go, go check those guys out. Central Alabama Community College. You know, it's senior night tonight, and some of these guys aren't going straight to big schools, which some, in most cases for a kid, that's the smart way to go. You save your finances, and you get your basics in. Uh, Central Alabama Community College is a great place to start your college career. Lots of great teachers over there. Federal has a lot of uh, former students over there, so so uh, check out what Central Alabama Community College CAC has to offer. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga, also a very good banking service. I know several people that work at Renaissance Bank. Service is super friendly. They know what they're doing. They're very easy to work with, and that's important because you don't want your money in hands of strangers. You don't want your money in hands of people that don't know what they're doing. Those guys will take care of you. 7-2 to two is, is our score, and Fedville took care of business in that second quarter, and Jacob, what what do we need to see in the third quarter to, to kind of maybe put some more points on the board and keep Horseshoe being hemmed in like we have so far in the first half? Well, we saw some bright spots on offense towards the end of that second quarter, and we need to continue that for the next two quarters and finish this thing out. Let's put some points on the board, and I, I think we're capable of doing that. We just got to get clicking. Um. Defensively, I think the defense is doing a very good job. They got 24 minutes of football, and that's 24 minutes of hard-nosed defense that we've seen in the first half. So I think we'll be in good shape if we keep doing what we're doing. Absolutely. Uh, offense and defense really came together, as special teams. We, we haven't talked about that yet. Two huge plays in special teams, not even counting the return. We had the punt blocked, and we also had a punt that hit a defender, and Fedville fell on it. Those have been huge turning points in this game, and Special teams is often overlooked, but when you have a kicker and punter like Levi Phillips and you have guys that you can play on special teams that can know how to get down the field and get in good situations, that helps your team. It helps your defense defend uh, more of the field where the offense has further to go, and it helps your offense You know, when you make a big play, have a shorter field to go. Special teams have been big for the Wolves, and we'll expect to see that really all this year. Well, I'm going to touch on Levi for a minute. We said we talked in the coaches' show last night. I think it was the first question I asked Coach Limbaugh, or and uh, that's having a kicker like Levi Phillips in this level of football. One, two, even some three A schools would do anything in the world to have a Levi Phillips on their roster. Absolutely, and. We've seen Levi come out there for a, a long field goal attempt that they ended up faking and, and running with the loach. And it, that was actually a play where he was stopped short, but it garnered a penalty flag, which gave us the first down. So good good call from Coach Limbaugh on that one. Uh, but, but 
Levi will definitely get his shot before this game is over. If if Coach doesn't think that we can pick up the first down on fourth, Levi will be out on the field. I can I can guarantee you that. He hasn't been to kicking academies and really worked his tail off to get this position for, for no reason. Yeah, we watched him in warm-ups today, and he was booting them. I think the ball was on the 40-yard line at times, and yeah. he was putting them through the uprights. But it's more room to, to go. So, you know, he's got the leg. and it, The way it's looking, this game might come down to a field goal. Yeah, that's that's for sure. We, we've had a very up-and-down first half as far as penalties go, but, hey, the Wolves found a way to get it done late in that second quarter, and that's what you have to do. It's not always going to be right there for the taking. Sometimes you got to scrape and claw for it. Sometimes uh, you, your your primary plan isn't going to work, so you got to make adjustments, and the Wolves team tonight has done an outstanding job of making adjustments on the fly. Better pass protection on that last drive that scored for the Wolves uh, to get Pacey Deloach into the end zone much better than what we've seen in the first quarter. Yeah, I know the adjustment was made, and it was it proved fruitful. You know, the pass blocking wasn't very good in the first quarter, and about midway through the second quarter, something started clicking, and we needed to click for two more quarters. And I know that's what Coach Limbaugh's in that locker room right now addressing to his team, that, we hey, we have two more quarters, we're up, we need to stay up. Yeah, play full four quarters of football, as Fayetteville did last week when they were down 14 to nothing. They didn't hang their head. They didn't give in, and uh, they should have won the football game, but, you know, they, they learned lessons from it. Uh, the guys knew what they needed to do, and, and some of that has come true here tonight. Some of it's been shown. Some of it uh, can still be worked on, but uh, adjustments are always have to be made on the fly in the football on the football field. So uh, we'll see what Fable decides to do in the second half. 4.40 to go until our second half uh, takes off as we will take a quick break from the uh, Fable Halftime Show presented to you by uh, Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll take a quick break and be right back from Farm Wings Field right after this. Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple-grip mix today. 
Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. We got some halftime updates score-wise and around the county, as the fans around us will appreciate. Silicaga is losing 14-9 on the hands of Clay Central. B.B. Comer taking it extremely tough right now as they are playing a very good Lynette team. Have no score from Childersburg and Realtown. If you're listening and know that score, please send that in as well. Here it is 7-2. The Wolves on top. A a first half that Horseshoe Bend did not score, but on that safety. And other than that, Horseshoe Bend has not even come close to the end zone because that federal defense, every time we've gotten past the 50, Horseshoe Bend has, they've hemmed in, they've got to stop, and, and that's what's helped the offense get back into this game. Yeah, the offense wasn't clicking that first quarter and a half. Was, something started going right, and we needed to keep going right, and we'll come out with a region, a big region win. Yeah, and one of the things that went right and it kind of set up the passing game, I thought, was Brady Ritchie's Wildcat. He had he had a couple of really good runs off that, pitched it, to, pitched it to White a couple of times, and Luke was able to do some good things off of that end-around action. Uh, that kind of opened up the passing game because those linebackers started creeping in. They didn't want to you know, give up a bunch of yardage on that, on that end-around, and as soon as that happened, you seen Deloach hit his little brother Zeke on the outright. And then you've seen uh, another screen pass quickly to Luke White. Uh, when you can run the football effectively, and this is what Coach Limbaugh talks about all the time, when you can run the football effectively, it opens up your whole offense. Well, one play I want to touch on, and it's kind of an unsung play. The defense thought Luke White was going to run with the ball, so they were expecting him. And so you see Seth Limbaugh cut up field for a big chunk of yards. Yes, absolutely. Seth Limbaugh was definitely a factor in that first half. And, again, we're very glad to have him uh, join the team this year. I wasn't sure he was going to play. Uh, just wasn't going to come out this year. And last minute, uh, Seth told Coach, hey, I want in. And, Coach Limbaugh is not going to argue with that. They needed Seth, not just on offense, but to help out that defensive line. I mean, when you have Seth Limbaugh, Blake Ritchie, uh, as well as Dakota Ogle, and how about a name we haven't talked about a lot that, that has definitely made an impact is Stephen Barrett on the defensive line. He, he's been about as good as any of them coming off the edge. And uh, when you have good defensive linemen that can control the line of scrimmage, it really makes your linebackers look good. And We've seen uh, Brady Ritchie get some tackles because of that. We've seen um, Evan Baker get some tackles because of that. When you have a good defensive line, the rest of your team on defense 
defense can just come up and flood the field and make plays. Yeah, Stephen Barrett's another one of those seniors. I know we're talking about those seniors a lot, but right now this senior class is probably one of the better ones we've seen in quite some time. And that leadership is showing on the field tonight. Coach Reed looking right our way in that lime green Nike hat that he has worn for years. I asked him my senior year in, in class that he as he had me in history. I, I asked him, Coach, why why in the world do you wear a lime green hat when you when your colors are black, going and white? You know what he said? What's that? I want my players to notice me when I'm yelling at them and telling them what to do what to do better. Man. And that is a typical Coach Reed response. And, and you gotta love Coach Reed. I don't. Man, it, it, one of my favorite all-time teachers really cares about the about the personal life of his students and of his athletes, and, as well as Coach Limbaugh, uh, Coach Phillips, um, all of these coaches down here, Coach Jacks, they're not just out here to coach football. They're out here to point uh, these young guys in the right direction in life, and that's one thing that Coach Jacks talked about last night that I thought was very good, and welcome back to Coach Jacks. He... he Long time at Fayetteville, and we loved him every every year he was here. Uh, left us for a couple years and went to B.B. Comer, but, you know, that's okay. He's come back to see the light. Um, and he's really done a great job. He, he's such a likable personality. He's, he's what you would call a player's coach. Players love him. They can relate to him. He's very personable, as well as all of this coaching staff. They've done an outstanding job shaping this team together, and they've got a 7-2 to lead right now at the second half, just about ready to take off. Yeah, these coaches love these kids. These kids love these coaches, and the main thing is these coaches love Fayetteville. You know, Coach Limbaugh does a lot for the community, and that's why you see oh my goodness. a crowd yeah. like we have. I mean, 40% and 40% is looking really good tonight. Yeah, definitely. And he told us last night what we can sell will be sold out, I guarantee you. And we see that coming true tonight. A wonderful turnout for Fayetteville in their home opener as Levi Phillips is trotting back onto the field to get this second half underway. Jacob, what are, what are your keys to the second half as, as far as Fedville uh, needs to do to come away with this win? Fedville needs to control the line of scrimmage. That is the big thing right now, and they showed it in the second half. We need to continue in the – they showed it in the first half. I'm sorry. Now they need to show it in the second half and – Get some more of these plays downfield. These pass plays seem to be working all right, and that's what we need to do to come out with a win tonight. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Control the trenches, and we can come out of here with a win. Levi Phillips again to pooch kick. Horseshoe Ben comes up to make the catch. It's another fumble, and he does get on it. And I'm telling you, Horseshoe Ben has had a hard time catching those little pooch kicks from Levi Phillips. It bit Fedville earlier, but it's been close several times for the Generals, and you got to think Coach Gumball is going to keep going to that until it pays off. Well, I think a big thing, too, you got a kicker like Levi Phillips. They're expecting the ball to go deep, and, you know, we're catching them off guard with those little squib kicks. And eventually it'll work, and we'll fall on that thing. Here is Horseshoe Ben. Johnson, end around. They got some room around their left. That is number 14, Brazil, and Brazil cuts it up for a nice game for Horseshoe Bend of a solid. They're going to give him. Oh, they're going to give him the first down. 
tight end. Play picks up a first down. Tackle made by Camden Keaton. And that was Stephen Barrett and Camden Keaton on the tackle right there. Good job to get get him down before he made a bigger play out of a already big play. So Brazil getting things going for the Generals. First down on the first play of the game. Here is Johnson, the quarterback, on second down. As they tried to get Fedville off guard sleeping, they faked it up the middle with their fullback and left it in the belly of number 13, Tidwell. And Tidwell was absolutely belted in the backfield. Yeah, Loss of four. Blake Ritchie said, I don't think so. And he got in that backfield quick, fast, and in a hurry and got that sack. Uh, Blake Ritchie has lived in the general backfield tonight as well as Dakota Ogle. Horseshoe Ben will come up second and 14 on the play. They'll hand it around the left and nothing doing yet again. This time, I see Jacob Weiss coming up from that pile as well as Blake Ritchie again. Great job by Jacob Weiss right there getting a good stop. It makes it third and long. We need another good stop right here. Third down and 15. After one first down, Fedville has stiffened their neck. They're making it third and 15, 10-30, just underway in the second half. 7-2 is your score. Federal on top. Cheerleaders doing a good job. Horseshoe Bend, third and long. We'll see what they do. They're just going to run it up the middle. Uh, that was a play to help their punter out. That was not even designed to try to pick up a first down. Horseshoe Bend gets maybe a half yard. No gain. They'll be on the punt, and that means we will get to see Luke White back there to return. Man, Luke White's a great player to watch. I love seeing players like Luke White make big plays, and I expect one right here and get this offense going. It was his return that sparked the late touchdown in the first half. We got some movement on Horseshoe Bend. They're saying it's Fedville, but uh, number 12 of the Generals clearly jumped early. Uh, that time it was Josh Hunt jumping early. Yeah, they were trying to make the claim and point the other way, but ref said we're not going to miss that one. It's, it will backfire another five yards for Horseshoe Bend. Here's Tidwell. Gets it away, almost blocked. And Luke White will not even touch this ball as it will roll out of bounds. Good job by Luke White not to pick that up. When you see the ball bouncing in a, in a kind of spiral direction, if it's diagonal ways, you can pick it up. But if it's horizontal, you never want to mess with it because those are the easiest to fumble. you got to get out of the way of those. Good job from the senior. Yeah, it was great heads-up play by Luke White to get away from that football and get the offense started. Defense did their part, and now it's time for the offense to do their part. Still really good field position starting at the 33-yard line. Wolves, we'll see what they come out with first. It looks like Brady Ritchie will conduct the Wildcat. Before the snap, penalty flag is on the play. Penalty flag is on the play before the snap. Encroachment against Horseshoe Bend. Somebody lined up in the neutral zone. Those are those are plays that will drive a coaching staff crazy. If you're offsides, it means you're trying to come to the ball and and make a play. If you encroach and you're just lined up offsides, coaches will just eat you alive for that. You got to know where the line of scrimmage is. 
First and five now for the Wolves. Deloach this time hand to Brady to Luke White. He's got some room. Burst of speed. Makes a cut. Doesn't do him much after that, but he does have a very good gain of about 15 yards. Luke White, best run of the night for the Wolves. Yeah, great job by that offensive line, keeping that defense at bay and giving Luke that room to run. And the ball's in general territory. We're going in. Luke White will catch a quick breather. First down for the Wolves. Oh, and Luke White's bleeding. <laughs> That's why he's out of the game. He, he's not going to come out of the game to catch his breath. He's going to be in there every play. He's got a bad cut on that elbow. Deloach, straight give. Good, hard block on the play. I, I want to see the guy's number that laid that block. I, I'm looking at that's number 56. Of course, it's Blake Ritchie. I mean, you you heard the pop on his block. Yeah, very good job by that offensive line. It looks like this offense is starting to come alive at the right time, and they need to continue to do so. Brady Ritchie will pick up six. See if the Wolves will mix in a pass play or just continue to pound ahead. I think you might see a Seth Limbaugh carry right here. Second down and six, Deloach. Uh, they get them off sides. And they're sacked in the backfield. The flag was never thrown. Horseshoe Bend was clearly off sides. I mean, I think everybody in the stadium saw that one. You have got to be kidding me. They had three guys on the defensive line in the backfield before the snap was ever made. I thought it was going to be up to that defense to get the ball back. Wow. Once again, we are left speechless. You got someone standing right beside it. Fumble by Fedville. First and ten, Horseshoe Bend. Johnson, bring the offense back out. And now they're going to get Ogle with a hard count. If you're going to make that call, make it on both sides. That's what Horseshoe Bend just did to us a play ago, and it was not called. Yeah, this this officiating crew is not on the same page. No, they're not they're at, at all. And Ogle was for sure offsides. That was offsides on Ogle. I have no problem with that, but you got to be consistent with that call. First and five for the Generals with some momentum. Johnson tries to get the hard count again. Ogle almost jumped again, but he doesn't this time. And he fumbled the football. There's a scramble forward in the backfield. Oh, I tell you, number 75 for the Wolves wanted that play bad. Stephen Barrett was scraping and clawing for the football, and he almost got it fighting through three people. Yeah, it looked like Coach Reed wanted that one, too. He was pointing his hand the other way. Unfortunately, the Generals got on top of it first, and it'll be second down. Second down and seven. Loss of two on the miscue for the Generals. Quarterback for Horseshoe Bend. That is... Johnson, Cole Johnson, will hand it off, and he is drilled by Blake Ritchie. Looks like we got a general laying on the ground right now. And Blake's dad, Kevin, is fired up about that play, as is this federal team, as we have an injured player, as Jacob pointed out. Cannot see the number on that jersey, but we sure hope that he's okay. See when he gets up. Number 14, that's Brazil. 
he is limping off the field and he is not putting any weight on that right leg. Never want to see that no matter what team the guy plays for. Hope he can get back into the game as he's being carried off the field. Man, I feel for that young man. Brazil made some good plays last year against Fedville in this game and he's made some good ones tonight. Hope that he's okay. Yeah, Brazil's a junior, and I mean, I've seen him the past two years, and he's been a crucial part of this offense. And you hate to see a offensive player, a key player, go down, no matter what team he plays for. Third and seven for Horseshoe Bend. Can the defense do it again? Johnson, pitch outside. They got to get to him. They don't. He's going to get his first down. That was number three on the carry, McMath. McMath was big last year, too. He had the most yards of anybody in this game last year when Fedville escaped the, the uh, horseshoe bin with twenty with a 28 to nothing score. He was huge in that game, and that time McMath gets a first down. He, was, he wasn't touched until he was about nine yards down the field, Jacob. Yeah, I'm looking at this roster right now. There's a bunch of underclassmen. I don't see many seniors on this roster, so I'll be here for a long time. They hand it off to one of their bigger backs, and he powers forward for a couple. That was Tidwell that time. Tidwell got barely a yard. Brady Ritchie coming up from his linebacker spot to make the make the play. And we talked about uh, Brady last night, and the first thing that Coach Wimbaugh said was what Brady said in his senior quote. It's not about how big you are. It's about how big you play. Very undersized at a linebacker, but he plays bigger than that. Horseshoe Bend on a second down and nine. A little shovel pass to the outside. That was pretty good deception that time. Don't know if it was by design or just by coincidence, but Johnson barely gets it away, and it's a two-yard loss for the Generals. It'll be third and 12. Heat timeout. 5.38 5.38 to go, and this quarter already halfway over, Jacob. This game has absolutely zoomed by, despite the amount of penalties that we've had. So, third down and 12 coming up as the Wolves are currently up 7-2 to two still. And, Jacob, what, what's been big so far for Fedville in this second half? Defense. Defense is making plays when they need to. It's third and long, and we'll watch this defense make another good play and make Horseshoe Bend punt the ball. Just got a text from, well, it was actually a long time ago, but I haven't even looked at my phone until just now. My girlfriend, Elena, is listening. Thank you for to that. And also, her mom is Kim. Uh, appreciate the the listening from y'all as we hope to pull out a win for Fedville in their home opener. 5.38 to go in the third. And Fedville clinging to a five-point lead. They had momentum on offense and a fumble that was caused by an offsides that was not called has given Horseshoe Bend life, but they're faced with a third down and 12. We'll see if the defense can get the stop this time on third and long. Last time, McMath ran for about 11 yards. Third and 12. Quick quick pitch. It's the same play. It's McMath. He gets a block out of bounds. He's ran out after about, uh, they'll give him about eight. 
call it nine. It'll bring up fourth and three. Yeah, this is going to be a big decision by Coach Phillips to see what he's going to do with the football. Oh, it's no decision. I mean, you can't kick a – I'm sure they can't kick a field goal from right here, and they need points. But they are going to punt this football. I, I think it's too short of a field to punt, if you ask me. That's what I was thinking, too, Jacob. And nevertheless, Horseshoe Bend will – Look to kick it to Luke White. Be careful for a fake right here. Low snap. Deloach almost got to it again. And they're just going to kick this one out of bounds. And that is going to be downed. We'll see where they stop it. Looks like it's going to be about the eight-yard line. I like. Well, we questioned the decision from Horseshoe Bend to punt, but they do pin the Wolves back deep. First and ten from the eight. We haven't been hit with these situations so far this year that much, but last year these backed-up situations against our own goal line hurt us. We had several turnovers from this area of the field last year. We'll see what the Wolves decide to do right here. Looks like Ricci will be lined up in the Wildcat. Nope, Deloach will hand it to Luke White. Luke White gets the edge running, and he gets good yardage before he just drops out of bounds. I mean, he had three guys that had a good angle on him, and he just outstepped every one of them. Yeah, Luke White's an amazing ball player, and right there, he got to the edge, turned the Jets on, and got a big gain out of it. 16 on the play for Luke White. Well, the offense only has seven points on the board, but it has not been on the account of Luke White. He has definitely done his share in this game. Deloach this time lined up beside Seth Limbaugh and it looks like Baker. They'll give it straight up the middle to Seth Limbaugh and not much right there for the big man, but he does get some yardage. I'll give him about three. Second and eight coming up. Second down and eight. We'll call it a short eight long seven, however you want to play it. I will say this. I'm glad to see the ball is moving in a positive direction. You know, the first half the ball was going backwards. Now we're headed in the right direction. Absolutely. It's Luke White again. Nasty juke. Makes a man miss. He fumbled the football. And Horseshoe Ben recovers. Turnovers, penalties have kept the generals in this game. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but I saw Luke White's helmet get a little tug, and, you know, he was standing right there, but didn't get the call, and the generals will have the ball with pretty decent field position now. 434 to go as Horseshoe Bend just got a big turnover, and this is the farthest Horseshoe Bend has been down the field in a long time. The generals want to draw up a good play to start this drive, so they're going to take a timeout. We will take one with them. 4.34 left in the third quarter. Same score, 7-2 from Farm Wings Field. We'll be back with the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network on RadioAlabamaSports.net right after this. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. 
Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Your Coosa area Pines Federal is Credit Union. Member in CUA, Equality City. Your area is children. The oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area real estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area real estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. We come back to Johnson being pressured, lost the football. And Horseshoe Ben gets on it, but I think we're going to get a flag because an offensive lineman grabbed our guy and drug him to the ground, and that guy is on his all fours. That was not a very nice and clean play. Yeah, we got a wolf down on the field right now. And it's the guy, and it's the guy that was drugged to the ground by the offensive lineman. We're not going to name the offensive lineman's name, but I will just say that is not a very good look on his part by the back of his jersey and that man that was stung up is Jacob Ice. Yeah, that's somebody you don't want to see go down. He does trot off the field but you see he's kind of feeling some feeling some uh, pain off that and just a hold on that play is, is ridiculous. I mean yes it was a hold but he was drugged by the back of his jersey. The same play that was called on a uh, horse collar for us earlier. And it's just madness right now at Farm Winksfield. The crowd is stunned, and we just hope Jacob Weiss is okay. I mean, he is a huge part of what we do on both sides of the ball. Well, with that penalty, that'll negate that great field position that the general started out with. So it's time for the defense to step up and make some crucial plays in this game. As they have all night. Cole Johnson, Horseshoe Ben, takes the snap. They give it to the first man through, and he goes nowhere. Blake Ritchie, as well as Evan Baker on the stop. Only a yard on the play. Yeah, I believe that was Ryland Sharp on the carry. I think that's the first time he's carried the ball all game. Yep, that was number five, Sharp. You are correct on that. So, three minutes and 30 seconds left in the third quarter. Seven to two, second and 25. Here's Cole Johnson, fakes it up the middle. Give it, and that's coming back. That is an obvious hold on the right guard for the Generals. Yep, I've seen that. Before Brady Ritchie made the tackle, his teammate was tackled. Well, this is what we want to see late in the game. The other offense is starting to implode a little bit, and that's where we need to capitalize and, you know, make key plays and keep scoring. All right, so it's third down and officially 25. Seven to two is the score from Farm Wings Field. 
15-yard walk-off where she may be faced with a second down and 31 to go. Second down and 31, check that. We'll see what Fedville decides to do right now. Fedville brings the heat defensively and once again on the stop is number 54, Dakota Ogle. Right, great job by Ogle right there getting in there and making the, the stop. It's going to be third and long. Um, the balls be placed on the 46-yard line. We need the defense to make a crucial stop right here, and let's get the ball back. Sharp in the backfield. And the ball falls to the ground. It's going to be fourth down and 32 for the Generals. So if I was the Generals, I would probably punt the football right here. Luke White deep for the Wolves. As we've seen all night, and Luke White could... So it's going to be first and 10 Wolves from the 28-yard line. Welcome back to Farm Wings Field. Thank you, Jacob. We had a little bit of a uh, technical delay. The computer was trying to die on us. Can't have that. First down and 10 as Fedville takes over. Deloach lost the ball, and it's picked up on the play and ran around the right by, I believe, Brady Ritchie. A flag flies in from the far sideline. Man, for the first half of the third... For the first half of the third quarter, we didn't see that flag that much. And for the better part of five minutes into the last the last five minutes, we've seen a few flags go flying. Man, I'm telling you what. And the officials are having a long discussion about this. I, I think what you're going to get is a hold on the receiving core out there trying to make that block. But once again, the congregation... Absolutely. Well, these referees are not on the same page at all. No disrespect to our officials. I mean, they have an extremely hard job seeing a lot of things in motion, but sometimes you just got to laugh when you hear a, a fan like what we have at Fedway. <laughs> all right, so. And well, after all that, it's going to be put back in the pocket and waved off. <laughs> Second down and eight. <laughs> Deloach at the line. Let's we'll see what they call. They give it to Luke White, dancing around. 
not a lot of room. He had to make about four people miss just to get a couple of yards. And there has not been very many passes thrown at all this half. It's been all runs. You got to think at some point the Wolves are going to have to go to the passing game. But do you think Limbaugh is trying to set up for the pass? Or is he just trying to chew some of this clock, clock out by running the football? Luke White out, going to get a breather. Evan Baker in, lined up behind Seth Limbaugh, behind Pacey Deloach. Third down and six. We'll see what the call is. One, two receivers out to the right. Deloach is looking that way. Fires that way. Pass caught. Camden Keaton makes a man miss. Breaks the tackle. Still running, and he is drugged down and hit hard. And he is stepped over and taunted by Brazil on the play, and there is no flag thrown. Well, I think that's the first time we've called Camden Keaton all night long. But like you said, I mean, there was a referee in the vicinity and looked right at it. He stood no over Camden Keaton and did the Allen Iverson step over, if you're familiar with the NBA. And that, that that's first down and 10 is what that is. Fedville will continue to move the ball. Thank you. Hmm. 50 seconds to go in a, once again, crazy third quarter. Deloach, first and 10. Give it to Baker. Baker making some magic, making men miss. Run out to the left. They cannot tackle Evan Baker. Look at Baker go. Yeah, Baker carried about six guys for the better part of five yards right there. Good job by Evan Baker. Hard nose running from a talented running back. Evan Baker, just give me the ball and get out of my way is what he said. And he gave Luke White a much-needed breather, and he gave the Wolves a much-needed spark. 18-yard scamper by Baker, and Limbaugh has fired him up. Wow. What a job Evan Baker has done here tonight on both sides. Yeah, he's been very impressive tonight. Deloach, first and 10. Blown dead. We'll see what this is. False start. First and 15, four seconds to go. Clock will start right as they down the ball, I, I believe. So probably not going to get another playoff unless they don't start the clock. Man, I'll tell you what. We and they do some. start it, and that'll be it for the third quarter. Seven to two remains your score. We go into the fourth. Fedville still clinging to just a five-point lead. Twelve minutes to go in the game. You're listening to Fedville Football on the Fedville Game of the Week on Radio Alabama Sports.net. What makes Garrett's Specialty special? Did you know Garrett's Poland is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garrett's Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garrett's tax service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett's Specialty today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett's Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feet and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold. 
settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. College is known for providing a quality college education at a very they offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at cacc.edu. You need more control over your money. Cusa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notification, and lock your card anytime. Ask about... Well, we come back to action. Fourth quarter is set to take off. Your fourth quarter is brought to you by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Ninth grade, Kylie Majon. I'm sorry, Kylie. First and 15 for the Wolves after the false start to end the quarter. Deloach will come. Two receivers to the right, Limbaugh and Richie, lined up in the backfield. To give is to Richie. And Richie, good game to start this fourth quarter. Give him about, I don't know, four or five. Gonna be about second down and six. Or second down and nine because it was first to 15. Yeah, it looks like we're doing what we need to do right now and that's run the football and chew some of this clock away. Yep. 11.30 to go, fourth quarter just started. Deloach with Limbaugh and Baker, and this is the this is the formation that is give the generals problems. Let's see what happens here. Baker around the right breaks a tackle, breaks another, finally wrestled down, but it takes about four generals to do it. Did a lot of work just to gain a couple, but Evan Baker continues his night, and he's down. He either has a cramp or twisted an ankle, and we're going to hope for a cramp. Yeah, he grabbed his calf, so it more than likely would be a cramp. We're going to take a, a quick break. We're going to step aside and check on Evan Baker, Coach Limbaugh, and Coach Reed coming up there to check on him. We'll be back with Federal Football right after this. Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area real estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank. Understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to action as Evan Baker gets up somewhat under his own power, but being helped off the field by coaches. And we will see Fedville come to the line on an important third down and nine. 
Horseshoe Ben did some good things on offense. He would hate to give the ball back to them. Deloach, Wimbar, and Ritchie behind him. He looks to the left, pumps once, going to throw it down the field, wide open, and Zeke Deloach slides to make the catch. It was underthrown, and, Del- and Pacey is mad at himself, but what an effort by Zeke Deloach. Behind him, sliding with a man on his back, and the little guy makes a big play. Yeah, great job by Zeke right there to get away from the defense, get wide open, and get a, a big pass completion right there in space. Oh, I, I don't know who lined up on him from the corner position, but they better go over there and thank the safety help on that play because that saved a touchdown. Even though it was badly underthrown, it still would have been a touchdown had he not been there to force Zeke down to the ground. Oh, Fedville knocking on the door, 7-2. to two. Ten to go in the fourth. Deloach, handoff Limbaugh, and Seth barely gets anything. Yeah, that defense was ready for Seth that time. I think they knew what was coming. And keep in mind, if the Wolves decide to kick a field goal if Fort Down comes, that would give them an eight-point lead. So Horseshoe Bend would then need a touchdown and two-point conversion to tie. So at the very least, the Wolves have that in the back of their minds. So you don't want to do anything stupid. You want seven, but if it's not there, don't force it. Deloach, second down and 10 from the nine. Toss to Luke White, and he is tattooed. Tidwell coming on the linebacker blitz, and wow. They are reading our playbook when we get down here to the goal line, Jacob. It's like they were in our backfield before we ever tossed it. Yeah, good job by Tidwell just to come through basically untouched to get in there and make a play. Unfortunately, Luke White got up a little slow, and he's trotting off to the sideline. Yep. Hope he's all right. Uh, that's Luke White and Evan Baker nicked up. Baker here on the on the table in some water. There's a third down and 18. Got to be careful here. Deloach, quick drop. Wants to throw over the middle. Pass is incomplete, but he was on his back. That has got to be a pass interference. He was on the man's back, but we've got a flag in the backfield. We'll see what that is. But my goodness, that that, that could not have been more of an obvious pass interference than what we just seen, Jacob. Yeah, I think everybody in the stands saw that same thing that we saw. Unfortunately, there was a, a late flag, and it was just called. Horseshoe Bend is going to get called for uh, roughing the passer. So... Well, they at least they they didn't miss that. Yeah. So, first down and goal for the 15-yarder will move this to what about the third about where are they going to line the ball up at? It's going to be placed on the nine. Oh, well, first and nine. Some fans calling for the Wildcat. We'll see what they do. Deloach will still be. In a two-back set, Limbaugh at full back and Richie behind him. Vice and Deloach to the outside. Pacey running around in trouble. He's just going to run it, get what he can, and get out of bounds. And he's tackled out of bounds, but the contact was made before he stepped out. So no late flag there, correctly so. That'll get things a little closer. Good job from Pacey that time, not forcing anything over the field. Gets what he can and just gets out of bounds. Yeah, glad to see this offense moving in the right direction. and. Ball's on the five-yard line. I'd give it to Seth Limbaugh right here and let him bulldoze his way into the end zone. We'll see. 
if Coach Limbaugh is thinking the same thing you are. Same formation. Limbaugh and Richie behind Deloach. Vice and Zeke Deloach to the outside. It is to Brady Richie. Richie breaks the tackle. Dragon defenders. He's in the goal line. Touchdown, Fedville. We've got a flag, but I think it's going to be a face mask. We will check it. If it sends, it's six points for the Wolves. Yeah, great job by Brady Ritchie to find the edge and do what he had to do to hopefully put some points on the board with the call coming up from the officials on what the flag is. Again, we are huddled up after that flag was thrown in about a half a second. That quick. Face mask on the defense. Yep. And Brady Ritchie fought through three people a face mask and still got in the end zone. That That's leadership. And Fedville has increased their lead. Well, they haven't added the points yet. All right, are they going to put it on the board? There it goes. All right. Touchdown, Fedville. Uh, Richie gets around the right and makes it a 13-2 game. This, this is a big, big extra point from Levi Phillips. If he makes this, then Horseshoe Bend would – well, Horseshoe Bend's going to have to score twice either way, but Levi kicks it, and it's plenty leg and plenty good for Levi. 14-2 to two is your new score. Federal tax on to the lead, 7.59 to go. We'll see if Horseshoe Bend has an answer. When we come back from Farm Wings Field, you're listening to Federal Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. Garrett Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garrett Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Big, big touchdown drive on the part of the Wolves. 14 to two. They took some time. They didn't force anything. And Brady Ritchie carries them into the end zone. And we are sitting with a 14 to two lead. Eight minutes to go. Wow, and that's that, that's crazy. The, okay, so the the personal foul on the touchdown was supposed to be assessed on the kickoff and the officials had to stop play after the ball was placed to move it. I guess they just forgot about us, Jacob. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, I saw Coach Phillips on the other side. He was, he looked a little confused too, but big kickoff right here. It's time for the defense to hold with 7.59 to go. and It's not time to start, you know, be getting comfortable. It's time to start playing football and hold them. On yeah, offense. Absolutely. We'll see if the flag that pushed the the play back further is gonna is gonna let Levi Phillips 
kicking in the end zone. I wonder if they're going to kick it deep right here. They've been squibbing it all night on kickoffs, but because the ball is closer to the end zone, they may just let Levi boot it deep and pin them deep. Yeah, I would expect to see a boot right here. And they're, they're still talking about this. I mean, I'm not sure what there is to discuss. I mean, th there was a 15-yard penalty two minutes ago assessed on the kickoff. And they're still, we're still unsure as to what's going on. So good chance for Coach Reed to talk to his defense a little bit more. Well, it looks like they're all right there huddled up around him. And let's see what kind of – if we're going to put oh. – Unsportsmanlike on Horseshoe Bend. So that was the holdup. Don't know what happened, Jacob, but we will take it as this kick is – yeah, we're definitely going to see a, a boot now. This kick will be will be placed at about the 40-yard line. Wow. Well, I'm wondering. I see Coach Phillips on the other sideline over there. He was fuming over there. Referee kept warning him. I think he stayed on the yeah. field a little bit too long. Yeah, I, I think that's true. He was really upset about the 15-yard about the penalty on uh, Brady Ritchie on his touchdown score. Levi Phillips will kick it away from the 40-yard line, and we'll see if Levi pins it deep or if Coach Limbaugh still wants to press his luck with that onside squib kick. 14-2, eight minutes to go in the game. Have an update from Childersburg and Realtown, and Childersburg is taking it to the chin of the hands of Realtown. It's 26-8 as of last I heard. And Levi will boot this into the end zone. They won't even try to field it. And the ball will come out to the 20. I don't think he could have did anything but kick it in the end zone right there, unless he would have tried for one of those squib kicks. So first and 10 from the 20, Horseshoe Bend. If Fedville gets a stop right here, and, and you almost have to assume that with eight minutes to go, if Horseshoe Bend is forced to a fourth down, it doesn't matter what side of the field they're on, they're going to have to go for it. So if Fedville gets a stop right here and they're able to run some time, that might be all she wrote for this one, but we've got to take care of the ball and we've got to get a stop defensively. Here's Horseshoe Bend Johnson. We'll fake it to Brazil and give it on the around to number 11. The play is there and it's made by Luke White. Number 11 on the fake that is sharp on the reverse and Luke White with a beautiful open field tackle. Yeah, I don't think Luke White moved an inch right there. He knew it was coming around to his end. He stayed put and made the made the tackle right there. Great play by Luke White. Luke White has had his imprints all on this football game. We've seen him in special teams, we've seen him on offense, and we've seen him make plays defensively. Here's Horseshoe Ben. No gain on that last play. Second and ten. Johnson. Same play, but it's Tidwell. He's in trouble, and he's going down. And look who was right there on the tackle. Luke White alongside Jacob Weiss and number 25, or that's 75, Stephen Barrett. Uh, Tidwell's helmet came off on that play, so he'll have to go to the sideline. A lot of Horseshoe Ben helmets have come off tonight. You're right about that, Jacob, and... 
Third down and 12, and another chance for this defense to have another forced fourth down. They have really shut down this general offense, and it's like every time that there's been a positive play, Fedville has been right there to put an end to it. Yeah, great job by this defense to adjust on the fly, like you said. Third and 12. We'll see what the generals have in their bag. Johnson rolling out. He's looking. Floats one down the field. It's picked off. Running it back. It's number 11 for the Wolves. That is Hunter Hammonds. And Hammonds is gang tackled, and he runs it back all the way close to the 25-yard line. Yeah, Hammonds didn't want to go down right there. I think he stayed in that one spot for the better part of five seconds, but way not to give up on a play after first contact. Absolutely, and you will see this freshman in a federal football uniform for a long time. Earning his playing time as a freshman, he's got good size, good strength. He's put in a lot of work in the weight room. And Hunter Hammonds, what an interception. Yeah, Coach Reed's got this defense playing on fire right now. We got a heat timeout. 6.36 to go. Let's see. Well, we got a penalty flag. I'm sure it was an unsportsmanlike for us celebrating. 14 to 2. 6.36 to go in the game. We'll take a quick break from Farm Wings Field. You're listening to Federal Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Farm Links Field. A huge interception by Hunter Hammonds has us first and 10 from the 29. Deloach, straight give. And bouncing around, but to no avail, is the first man through Luke White. you got to think right now, Fedville just wants to milk the clock, Jacob. Maybe get a couple first downs and put this one to bed. Yes. Six minutes and 20 seconds to go. That's just about the best you can do right now. Everything's clicking. You're up 14 to 2. It's time to start putting this, like you said, put this thing to rest and chew some of this clock off. Oh, second and nine. Even though we do want to run clock, maybe get a little more production on second down than we did first. Deloach with Limbaugh and Rishi. He's got Deloach and Baker to his right. Good hole up the middle for Luke White. He fumbled the football. I think the ground caused that fumble. He he was laying on his back when the ball popped out. Yeah, he was slow to get up, too. I, like you said, I do believe the ground did cause that fumble. And there's not even a discussion about this. They automatically give it to Horseshoe Bend. It's almost like 
when there's a penalty flag, there's so much congregation, but when it's a key play and moment in the game for both teams, they've done it to Horseshoe Bend a couple of times. It's just like, it's just so quick. And I, I don't know if if, the, if these guys are new, if these guys are, you know, haven't called a game together. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the case is, but it, it's been a lot of uh, – Miscues, not just bad calls, but miscues on the part of the officiating tonight. And I've, not just bad calls, but it's been a long time since I've seen a, as weird of an officiated game as this. Yes. Like I said, going into halftime, you know, all three teams needed to make adjustments. It looked like the referees still didn't make the adjustments needed, and they're confused. Well, the ground obviously cost that fumble. The ball clearly popped out once Luke White had hit the ground. I, I, I don't know. Maybe the ball was was bobbling a little bit on the way down, but I just don't think so, Jacob. I don't think so either. First and ten for the Generals. Huge fumble, but let's see if they can do something with it or if the defense can stand again. Here's Johnson. Hand it to the first man through. No, he fakes it, but that's not doing nothing either. They had both plays stopped. Had they give it to the first man through, Brady Ritchie would have made the play. But they fake it and run it with their quarterback, Johnson, and he is brung down hard on his hand, and he, he's holding that hand. He is in some pain. Jacob Weiss was the first man to get him. Yeah, great job by Jacob Weiss to get out there out of his linebacker spot and find the football and make the tackle. Oh, Jacob Weiss has had himself a heck of a game as well. And he's one of those seniors we talked about. Hasn't had a huge impact on offense that, you know, he wants to. He wants to catch that ball from that tight end spot, but he's been everywhere defensively. Second and 11. Here's the first man through McMath this time, and pretty good job on the speedster McMath. That play has hurt Fedville in the second half, but this time they hem him in. Look like Brady Ritchie on that tackle. Just a two-yard game. Bring up a third and nine. Brady Ritchie, as you said, coming from that safety spot to make that tackle. 4:36 to go, and if your horseshoe bend, you've got two timeouts and you're down 12 points. You got to start pushing this thing down the field. I'm not sure why we haven't seen a pass, but I'm sure you'll see one here. Johnson is going to pass. He's got a man, and it was deflected. Luke White was in great position. They tried to hit a screen pass to number 11, Sharp, but Luke White broke it up, fourth and nine, and this most likely, barring another turnover from Fedville, will be a deciding factor in this game. If you get a stop right here, run some clock, and get a couple first downs, this one's about over. Well, there was a late flag come in, a personal foul on Fayetteville, so that'll wow. give the Generals a first down. And first down and 10, there are some things as a broadcaster that you just don't comment on, and I'm just going to bite my tongue on that. First down and nine for the Horseshoe Bend Generals. And play clock is ticking. They're going to take their time with this play because the penalty stopped the clock. And we'll see what happens. Johnson has been hemmed in for the most part through the air. They're going to just run it. And this is a new man through. This is number two this time. 
Um, actually, that's Dakota Howard. I haven't called his name tonight, but you see Horseshoe Bend, they have a lot of weapons at their disposal, just like Federal does. As Dakota Ogle is down on the ground, and he gets up. Yeah, Coach Phillips is going with different players. So far, nothing's worked, so I guess it's time to try something new, see if we can get this ball down the field. And number 12 for the Wolves on the on the play is hurt as well. That was, uh, well, we don't have number 12 listed. So I have to correct that. And Johnson hands to Tidwell and Blake Ritchie with another TFL. That's tackle for loss. Yeah, great job by Blake Ritchie getting in the backfield and getting the stop, and the clock's still running. So, I am a Federal Wolves fan, and we are the Federal Sports Network. But if you're horseshoe being over there on the, on the in the stands, you got to be disappointed. They're not even trying to hurry right now. Well, they do get a first down here. That's a completed pass to number eleven, Sharp. Yeah, that was a completed pass, and I tell you, we hadn't seen many of those tonight. But Coach Phillips, like I said, he's trying to start something new, and it looked like he's digging in the playbook for those long pass plays, no realizing time's running out. If my math is correct, that is just two completed passes for Horseshoe Bend out of about ten. They're going to throw it again. Good play on the football made by Stephen Barrett. He almost got both hands on it and picked it off. Yeah, Stephen Barrett had a great read on that on the quarterback, and when the ball left his hand, he knew where the ball was going and got off the ground just high enough to knock the ball out of the way. So Horseshoe Ben will come to the line. Incomplete pass stops the clock, 14 to two, 2:40 left. Now Horseshoe Ben's just got to push it down the field, but they're going to run it. It's McMath. He's running for his life, and Stephen Barrett makes the play again. He's everywhere right now. There have been about five or six guys for the Wolves that have just decided to come and play tonight, and that is, and most of them are seniors, and it's it's really helped this team. Horseshoe Bend has two timeouts. They're not going to use any of them, and uh, I just I don't I don't understand a, a team not trying to extend the game. I mean, you you've still you you had a chance to have enough time to try to come back in the game, and Fedville is most likely going to escape with a win now, as they toss it to Tidwell once again, and he is cut down by Richie. The flag on the play again. That's Forceman like on Fedville. I don't know who that was on. Uh, I mean, if you want to get Richie for pumping his arms or making a tackle for loss, that's fine. But that happens every time a defensive player makes a tackle for loss. I'm sorry. Wow. Oh, everything. It's almost like everything that can be done to keep the generals in the game without them having to do it is being done right now. It seems like it's been that way for the past you know, since the first quarter. Yeah, Federal's got this game won. They, they played very good football defensively all game long, not giving up any points to the offense. Here is first down for Johnson. He's running around. He's in trouble, and he's just going to power forward for maybe maybe a yard, maybe get back to the line of scrimmage. But that time, Seth Limbaugh and 
number 78 on the tackle. That's I believe that's Presley, and good job from him. Oh, just check that. That 76 Ashton Williams making the stop, and Fedville is poised right now as Horseshoe Ben continues to just let that clock run yeah, to no. get out of here with the win. No sense of urgency from the generals right now. Now they're going to take a timeout. We'll keep it here with a minute and nine to go in the game. Fedville, 14 to two over Horseshoe Bend, and Jacob. The offense did some good things in the second half. Maybe not the scoring output that they wanted to see improve from the first half, but you know what? They still put the ball in the end zone when they had to, and the defense has been solid all night. I mean, barely, barely anything through the air. Three completions out of 14 for uh, Cole Johnson for, I don't know, maybe 25, 30 yards at the most. And, and, and rushing, they've had a couple of good plays, and they had the one long one on the toss. But other than that, it has been nothing for Horseshoe Bend. you got to give a lot of credit to that Fedville front seven. Yeah, that front seven is frustrating the generals and, I think it's kind of killed their will. I mean, like I said just a second ago, no sense of urgency. And with two minutes ago, you know, you'd think you'd want to push the football down the field, and the generals just hadn't shown that. So Horseshoe Bend is going to come back to the line, and Fedville is going to even their record at one and one this year, barring anything absolutely miraculous in the in the next minute nine seconds. Cole Johnson, Horseshoe Ben takes the snap. Now they're going to air it out. Get him, get him, baby, get him. He's running around. He's in trouble, and he is down way, way back there. Seth Limbaugh and Stephen Barrett combined on the sack. Yeah, Cole Johnson's getting frustrated. He, he saw he got up. Referee reached for the football. He threw it on the ground. You know, you just don't do that. I mean, he's pumping his fist, but that's that defense. That defense can be frustrating at times. I told Blake that at Woodland. You know, I, I like this defense that Fayetteville has right now. Absolutely. 30 seconds in the game, third down and 16. They're probably just going to air it deep. If they even get a chance to hit as he throws, and Pacey turns around and almost picks it off, and then it'll be fourth and 16 now. We'll probably just see that one more time, and then a knee from Fedville to end this game. Final score probably going to be 14 to two, and Fedville is going to even their record at one and one. A great bounce back this week once this thing is finally said and done. Yeah, you say our records, our records one and one right now, but the key number is one and zero oh leaving tonight, and that's one and zero oh in the region. Absolutely, you are right about that one. Woodland was in our region in our region last year, but there was some shifting in the in the classifications, so they are not a region opponent this year, but the generals are, and this one feels good. Johnson over the middle on fourth and sixteen. He's tattooed by Blake Ritchie. Well I, I tell you what, Blake Ritchie, Dakota Ogle, Stephen Barrett, Jacob Vice, uh Evan Baker, um, Brady Ritchie, you name it. There have been a number of players, Seth Limbaugh as well, making a home in that general backfield. And Fedville's defense did not allow a single point 
from the offense in this game. Just textbook performance. You just hate that that penalty was committed in the end zone on offense earlier to give them even that too. Horseshoe Bend has had to earn everything that they've gotten tonight, and they haven't gotten anything because of that defense. Man, I tell you what, this defense is outstanding. You know, they're, they're, they make plays when they need to. If somebody can't make a play, the next man will come up and make the play. Uh, Coach Mark Reed, Coach Limbaugh, Coach Jax, Coach Moore, Coach Phillips, the entire team did an incredible job scouting this week as they have they took Horseshoe Bend completely out of their game plan after that long toss play. Horseshoe Bend's best play from scrimmage was about six yards. And first and ten, you'll see a knee right here from Pacey Deloach. The best formation is the victory formation. And the Federal Wolves are going to get out of here with a win and even their season at 1-1. One one. But as Jacob noted, more importantly, 1-0 in the region. Fedville takes it. 14-2, the final score from Farm Wings Field. We'll be back with the postgame show from Farm Wings Field with the Fedville football game of the week right after this. What makes Garrett's Specialty special? Did you know Garrett's Pawn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garrett's Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garrett's Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett's Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett's Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Farm Links Field. The Federal Wolves, the victorious Federal Wolves are in a huddle, and Coach Limbaugh is talking to them. And, uh, you know, Coach Limbaugh lives for these moments after the game to, to be able to talk to his players after a win. And what a win this was for Federal. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't high scoring. Um, Offensively-wise, it wasn't pretty. But, I mean, going forward, you're talking about a horseshoe bend team that took out Wadley. Going forward, they have got to like their defense, especially the front seven, but the secondary made plays as well. And I thought every time the offense spitted and sputtered, the defense was there to say, I got your back. And and that is something that the Federal Wolves are going to use in a lot of their games this year. Yeah, that defense played phenomenal tonight. You know, it, 
started off kind of slow, but once they started getting in a rhythm, they never looked back. No, they didn't. And offensively, in the second half, a lot of better things happened. There were still a lot of penalties. There were some turnovers, two of which were caused from a uh, missed penalty on the part of uh, on the part of Horseshoe Bend. Excuse me, uh, but. They moved the ball better, Jacob. They had better pass protection. The run protection got a lot better. They scored when they had to. The score with about seven minutes to go in the game to put this game at 14-2 to was all that the Wolves needed as a shot in the arm to get out of here with a win. Yeah. Complete turnaround from two weeks ago. Well, Absolutely. I think the, the defense played four quarters. The offense, you know, they had to find their rhythm. And like you said, the second half they found their rhythm. And Pacey DeLoach is a great quarterback. Luke White's a great running back. Got out there, played, you know, he caught some passes. Zeke DeLoach caught some passes. The offensive production, you know, everybody – just about everybody that played offense today got a touchdown, or not a touchdown, but got a touch. Yeah, you're right. It was all hands on deck uh, tonight in this effort, senior night, and these fans had a great, great showing and uh, really supported this team. Well, I want to give an offensive and defensive player of the game. Who gets your defensive player of the game, Jacob? Blake Ritchie by far. Uh, I, I, I agree. I think that one's unanimous. I mean, Dakota Ogle and Stephen Barrett and Jacob Weiss, as well as Evan Baker, all had good games on that side of the ball. But uh, Blake Ritchie really stood out. He lived in the backfield all night. Offensively, my player of the game offensively has to be Luke White. It was, it, it was almost as if every time the team needed a big play, he was there to make it happen, whether it was returning punts, returning kicks, catching the pass, running the ball. He did everything for this team tonight. Well, you've kind of put me in a tough spot, you know. Evan Baker, Luke White, both of them played lights out. But, yes, in the end, Luke White, Made just a few more plays in the like the punt returns. If I was keeping stats, if somebody was keeping stats, he probably had at least you know 75, 80, or maybe 100 yards returning punts tonight. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I want to shout out Zeke Deloach as he's right beside his brother right now. Zeke is a very undersized receiver, but he's been probably the bet, the most sure-handed guy so far through two games of the season as far as catching up at the passes. Uh, I mean, he has really stepped up. When when Blake Manchin lost, or uh, when we lost Blake Manchin as he's standing a few rows down right now, uh, that's a lot of production, and he played a quarterback and a receiver. They needed somebody to fill in the gap at receiver, and Zeke Deloach, as well as Camden Keaton, as well as Luke White out of the backfield, have filled that void through two games. You know, we talk about Zeke Deloach. The good thing about it, he's got nowhere to go but up, and he's an underclassman. So we, we have him for the next couple of years to come, and I'm excited to see what he has in store for the future. Absolutely. Well, Closing thoughts, Jacob, is next week we will travel to um, Realtown. 
No, we we traveled to to Lynette. I was thinking of Realtown because Childersburg took a really really tough loss, I believe, on the hands of Realtown tonight. Uh, so we will be traveling to Lynette. Uh, same time for the pregame, we're going to go on the air at about 6:45. Hope to have you listen in. If you can come and travel and and find your ticket, please do so. But if you can't, we'll be there, uh, hoping our Wolves can pull off a a big upset as nobody's been able to handle Lynette through three weeks. Your final score 14 to 2. Closing thoughts, Jacob. Well, right now I'm looking at the score for Lynette. The score is 32 to nothing. If our defense can, you know, somehow improve, I know they played lights out tonight, but if they can somehow improve and play to the best of their ability, I think we can hold Lynette, you know, to a few points, maybe even pull off, I guess you could say, an upset. That that is correct. I, I feel like going forward, this team has the tools defensively. Got to clean up some things offensively still, but that's going to come. The final score, fourteen to two. This has been the post game show on the Federal Sports Network. We will hopefully see you on the radio next week. Have a good night, everybody. Be safe and have a very happy Labor Day weekend. This is KJ McCurley alongside Jacob Bassett. So long from Farm Links Field. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Far and Gory Injury Attorneys on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Area Real Estate, Renaissance Bank, Harvey's on Noble, Garris, Specialties and Pond, Oak Grove Feed and Tech, First Methodist Church, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, and Russell Chapel Baptist Church. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.